Last week, Jewish groups claimed victory when the UN approved a resolution denouncing Holocaust truthing, with Iran's regime and all thinking persons the world over as the obvious target. Additionally, numerous Jewish advocates are pressing in advertisements and internet appeals for Ahmadinejad to be indicted at The Hague for incitement to genocide. Uh, that last little bit was actually in there, and uh, they're actually going to try to get uh, Ahmadinejad up at The Hague for incitement to genocide. Uh, I'm, not, I'm not quite certain they're joking either. I think I might be guilty of that too. Now, you know, where these fuckers get the nuts to say shit like that? They've got more goddamn UN resolutions against them for fucking genocide, and they're going to say something against Ahmadinejad. Grant you, I don't like the fucking Muslims at all, uh, but the bottom line is that he hasn't done shit, and these fuckers have resolutions against them. What a bunch of fucking kikes, man. Yeah, they're they're unable to leave people the hell alone. Well, they just they just remind me of that like whiny little little bastard on the playground that kind of just runs around and, and pisses everybody off, and then and then you know laughs when the te- when he gets other people in trouble, and then laughs when when they get in trouble, you know, when the teacher. Um, it's like you know, who respects someone like that? You, I, I respect someone that says, yeah, fuck, the Holocaust happened, dude. You you can talk about it all you want, but you know, look look what happened. This is what happened. Here's our my, my evidence. You can, you can deny it all you want, but that's what happened. Well, that's the I funny thing somebody. about lying is that lying doesn't stand up to uh, the charge of reality when reality is able to be examined. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it, yeah, it, and that's the whole point of free speech, right? I mean, yeah, you can say whatever you want, but if it's a lie, people have a right to make their own decision and you, and, and and agree with you and and determine what's got more evidence behind it and what's what's more correct. Well, they make laws like incitement to genocide, which are vague, and Holocaust denial, which are vague, and uh, like Thomas Winicki knows firsthand. Uh, I don't I don't know what the statute was he was prosecuted under. But the, these vague laws, which uh, they, they they mean nothing. I mean, anybody can be incitement to hatred. I believe he was he was uh, prosecuted for. Yeah, and, and I don't <laughs> believe what is that? Yeah, well, yeah, they, they don't want to define anything. They don't want to find Holocaust. They don't yeah, want to uh, define they, hatred. I mean, hatred. What part of speech is that supposed to be? I mean, <laughs> uh, Alex Linder is now on the call. Uh, can you? Hey guys. Uh, thanks for coming on. Uh, hey, who else on here now? We got Mark and uh, White Man for Whiteland. That's correct. That's true. Okay. And the Taperman. It's all about the taper caper. Uh, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> the taper cape. Uh, that, that, uh, what is that? Uh, Goy control. That controls Goy control. I don't know who came up with that. I just repeated. Oh really? Well, I, I, uh, I really. It's, it's a good meme, though. And it happens to be true. I mean, because mm-hmm. uh, there, there are actually. Now, isn't it true that Israeli citizens can carry guns in the United States as well? I've heard that several times. I believe that is true. That's true. Yeah. Uh, they no, have no, no, double no. outs for almost every law that binds us. Yeah. When I was a conservative, that used to be one of the the memes that we would often repeat. That, uh, or, or kind of like a libertarian conservatism is criticizing Congress by saying, "Well, the first thing they do is when they make a law for us is exempt themselves." But uh, they're not as sharp. I don't think they're as sharp at doing that as the Jews seem to be. Yeah, I mean, they can carry no, machine that, guns that, that's in not uh, true. Hungary. I, no, sorry, that's not true. What's not uh, true? The, the, 
Israelis cannot uh, carry weapons in the United States uh, unless they're in an FBI or a CIA building. Then they can't. That that in itself is that's just even more retarded than what? Carrying a period. Yeah, well, if you look at if you if you actually look at some of the shit that's happened at the CIA and FBI, they've gone in there. They do not. Basically, they have anonymity, anonymity to everything. So, um, in itself, it, regardless, why would a Jew fucking carry a weapon uh, between you and a, you know going to a mall? They're not going to do that because uh, they'll scream "boy louder than any of us can. Number one, and number two, the only way, only place that they do do that is in literally the FBI and CIA locations. Well, the Jews don't really need guns because their noses are so large they can just shoot us, not wads of people. <laughs> well, they've got enough uh, well, dumb goem with guns. One thing uh, Strzokski mentions is that they have arms pits uh, sealed in different places. So, as a practical matter, and I don't have a lot in front of me, but uh, they're, they're pretty much doing whatever they want, and they're not real worried about any kind of repercussions. That's Ostrovsky who wrote, um, what was it, By Way of Deception and the Other Side of Deception. That's the Mossad guy. You yeah. guys have probably read that book. No, I, I've seen uh, Ostrovsky's, uh, I've, I've seen him do a couple of speeches that I was pretty impressed with. I mean, I, nobody can hate Jews like uh, Jews. Uh, we're, we're pikers when it comes to uh, Jew truth. And, I mean, Jews, self-hating Jews, really, I mean, not that, uh, we don't need to team up with them. I'm not suggesting anything, but. Uh, I don't even think he hates Jews. He just didn't like the particular clique running the Mossad and was telling the world what they're actually up to. Yeah. Well, was it, what, he was the guy saying that the, the Mossad picks up the phone and calls uh, a newspaper in the United States and says, uh, hey, uh, label this guy. That was Ostrovsky, right? Um, I don't remember him saying that. I remember him saying that Israeli drug companies were testing new biological agents on niggers in Soweto. <laughs> now, these are the same kites who are appealing for human rights and democracy, and that's what they're doing when you. off the pages of the, the op-ed. And no one would well, really do that without. It, wouldn't, it certainly wouldn't surprise me that they're they're basically telling their their little buddies who own most of the papers what to print and who to go after. No doubt about that. Yeah, specifically, it's on YouTube. If you uh, if you search for Ostrovsky uh, in in YouTube, which uh, just a, just a tip, if you go to Google Video or just regular Google and search for the video, uh, just uh -huh. this week they started. Uh, uh, refer referencing YouTube, so you can get that search with with each. But yeah, he he was he was at a podium giving a speech in Arizona or something, and he was saying that uh, that the Mossad will pick up the telephone and call a newspaper in the United States and and says and they'll say you know hey label this guy if it's someone giving Israel trouble. Yeah, I don't remember that in his book, but it completely fits with everything else he did say in his book. And I no, it's just what the ADL does. I mean, they issue a press release, just, uh, and basically the media takes it and runs with it, uh, whatever the ADL line is on it, you know. Well, I mean, kind of and, and let, let, it starts with the, the, the very words that we use. It's nothing but a series of cliches that are, are meant to establish the dominance of one team that is formed and led by Jews and contains various race traders and liberals, but every single... Issue, even the term "issue" is is of Jewish coinage, as they as it applies to you know non as it applies to non non Aryan uh, 
uh, I don't know where we'd use issue, but not the way the Jews use it. And now everything's an issue. So they're the ones who are choosing what terms and loading them with the meanings and using them against the rest of us. And there's not a hell of a lot we can do. Yeah, when you have the media like that, you can inform those terms. I mean, we, we can't we can't get a word in edgewise because they've got these uh, you know, 50 jillion watt towers, and 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 we we can't get at one another. You know, they're, they're, we it, and it's, it was worse in the past without the internet. I mean, thank goodness we have the internet now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but w- w- without something that we could run off in a printer or something, it's, I mean, that's very limited. I mean, they can broadcast this their hate. Well, here's the thing. You were talking about the Holocaust earlier and the meaning of the term, but it, it, it doesn't have to mean anything because they we don't have the power to force them to define it. Uh, and it's just like... Combs said, you know, I don't want to go there, I don't want to talk about it, I don't want to get into that. You know, you're just supposed to accept it. Yeah. But of course it falls apart on inspection, but we don't have the microphone to begin to do that. Accept them a little bit. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's a good point because, and I noticed that they do that with frightening regularity. It seems to be one of their favorite tricks is to just say, oh, that's been discussed a million times when it's precisely been discussed never. And they'll say it's the most documented thing that ever happened. And it's the yeah, same thing with hate, Holocaust. What does those mean? They don't mean anything. They're an attack on you. They're, an, they're verbal terrorism. Verbal means they're using words to terrorize people into submission. So are you a racist? Are you a hater? Are you an anti-Semite? Are you a Holocaust denier? Tell me, Sean. And they, and they want to get you accepting their framework. If you accept their framework, you've lost. Yeah. Yeah. There's no word for positive white identification. There's just haters and anti-racists. You know well, what can you do? You can't. You're playing a game you can't win. And if you play the game, then you're part of the problem. And that's why I people like Sam, this, both feet. If they're helping prop up the big things, so it's illegitimate. But it isn't. It's just an artifice used to suppress us. Oppress us. Yeah. And I'm getting some feedback here. I hope people are hearing this okay. Uh, we're hearing it fine. Are you hearing okay, white man, or were you still getting an uh, echo? I'm getting... Uh, Alex sounds kind of overmodulated to me. It's not kind of like Briseis sounded. Um, so, yeah, he doesn't sound real great to me. Well, you two guys sound good to me. I'm hearing myself reverberate pretty much when I talk, so... Really? Ah, jeez. Anyway. Yeah. Just go ahead. Okay. Anyway, um, I got I got one story here is if you want to change gears real quick on, uh... I guess it's sort of a uh, TNB story. It kind of goes with what uh, uh, Mark was started off saying about the uh, Halloween beaters, uh, the beat the white girls up on Halloween there, and they got probation for it. Anger management. Anger management along with probation, yeah. What does uh, a so learn in anger management? <laughs> they, learn, they, they learn shit about, you know, how, how, to, how to not deal crack and shit and beat bitches up on Halloween. Shit, I don't know. Yeah, get, do it the day after Halloween. I don't know. What, what? You have a mental problem if you beat up a girl. They on were Halloween young too. Treating. That, that's another thing that I didn't even learn that in in the local media. Uh, upon digging, that they were as young as they were. Yeah, they were young girls. I mean, I, I wouldn't say prepubescent, but no, I mean, they they were <laughs> they were in their early teens or mid teens. Right. So they were right around that age, but. Um, Speaking of which, um, more groids who commit hate crimes and don't get any jail time for it. A bunch of uh, groids here 
in Detroit beat up a um, uh, a Muslim outside of his store. I think it was like a car wash or something. Um, they beat him up. One got charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, he was an Arab guy. One one of the groids got charged with assault with a deadly weapon. The other one got charged with uh, ethnic intimidation. And um, the other one they can't find, so he he's got a warrant out for his arrest now. But uh, yeah, the one the one only got like 90 days of probation or something. He has to do some community service, and he's got like a, a work release or something for like 15 days, um, as long as he gets his high school diploma. It's fucking like kids' gloves with these niggers, and they give people like Matt Hale 40 years. And and I, I know of I know of white nationalists who've been charged with ethnic intimidation, and I guarantee you they weren't looking at probation. They were worried about going to to prison for three years. Well, have you considered the fact that uh, to a nigger getting a high school degree is like forty years in prison? That's true. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're not thinking of all the ramifications here. I mean, you got to look at it from the monkey's point of view. I guess that do be equal. That'd be painful shit. I mean, we need a more humane narrative here. You know, I always wonder about the, the this hierarchy of hate criminals. I mean, I, I was just trying to figure out. It's like kind of like rock paper scissors. Sometimes I was trying to figure out who was. Uh, you know who was more advantaged in a, a black between a black and a Arab Muslim? I guess it's the black. I assume. Well, is it the black of the hand? Yeah, I mean, who I don't knows? know. Because blacks seem to be way out of favor now with the Jewish media and stuff. They, they're being. It seems like they're being suppressed. I mean, their their corrupt leaders are 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 being forced to kowtow to the to the spicks who are mowing them over in California. Yeah, but I can't say they're number two to the Jews. Mexican <laughs> third and homos in there somewhere. They're just too useful. They're just they make a really great club. Well they they their answer to everything, you see this reflected in the satire of people like John Stewart the Daily Show, is no matter what niggers do, oh that makes up for four hundred years of slavery. Yeah, you know, and that's the that's what they always fall back to and they will use that to beat us right into the ground. Yeah, and you talk about accepting things. I mean, yeah, talk about ex accepting things. I mean, who was who was alive then? I mean, it's just getting, <laughs> getting whites to to even ask the most uh, basic of questions to question that premise. It's so hard. You know, you have to hold their hand and sort of step them through it. And it's like, you know, on what level am I? You know, where's the existentially speaking? Where was I then? You know, and so many whites have been. Encouraged to accept the black struggle as their own. We hear endlessly about, oh, the niggers have two black head coaches in the Super Bowl. That's so important, and you know, but we we, we still have to keep going because only seven coaches are black in the NFL, and what it's seventy percent black and complete hypocrisy. Yeah. Whites are not to identify out of a mistaken sense of strength, or else just insane religious. They would identify blacks and the Jews who who are sick. It's the interest of your race, interest of your family, and, and you yourself, everyone you're related to in your real community. Yeah, blacks need like a blacks need like a sp spokesman for their entire race. It never ceases to amaze me how they have these black leaders like Jesse Jackson. Uh, Oprah's one of Oprah's like the national spokesperson for niggers. I mean, I would say international. I mean, whatever she says is 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 word is. Oprah is don't lie, baby. Oprah don't lie, baby. Come on, come on now. <laughs> but speaking of Oprah, 
Um, remember the remember the nigger with the pimp suit, the pink pimp suit. Oprah, don't oh, yeah. lie, baby. Oprah, don't lie. <laughs> you know what? I forgot to ask Crypto if she thought Oprah indeed was a liar. But go ahead. Um, no one will forget that nigger. <laughs> the pink pimp suit. I think we talked about it a couple weeks ago. But um, anyway, apparently he 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 decided to apologize to the family of the uh, nigger he killed outside of the uh, the uh, gas station back when he was 11 years old. But he, I guess Oprah was going to mediate the apology. She was going to sit between the two. You know, he was going to say, I'm, "I'm sorry for killing your your brother" or whatever. And I guess the the family was going to sit on the other side of the table or whatever. So he he got an all expenses paid uh, trip to Chicago go to the Oprah show, and uh, apparently he left her with a rerun because he canceled right at the last second uh, on the advice of his lawyer. But, um, yeah, just an update on that pimp suit nigger story. Uh, also, on that on that story, um, if you go to my blog, you can see a video that I posted that I uploaded to YouTube of him after he got, he's being interviewed after he got out of court. What's the address and of your blog? Where that blog be at, brother? I, I hate to pimp my blog every time I got on the radio. Here. Yeah, but when you mention it, you got to... Uh, that's, that's true. I know, I, know, I know what you're saying. I do too. Um, uh, Detroitiscrap.blogspot.com. It's an excellent blog. You shouldn't be afraid to pimp it. I, I, I would pimp that hoe straight to the moon. I'd pimp that hoe. Yeah. yeah. But, but so she, he stood up Oprah, huh? Yeah, he stood up Oprah. Um, Continuing results of the legacy of slavery, no doubt. Yeah, and he, he talks about his fur, how what, what his fur coat was made out of in the interview, and uh, talks about how he wants to help kids in, in his life, and uh, you know what, he, what else he's gonna do. So it's kind of a, it's 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 fucking TNB at its best. So check that out. He has a chinchilla soul. Yeah, he, he's like. The, the interviewer is like, you know, what, what, what's your, uh, what are you wearing there? Is that mink? And he's like, nah, nah, this pluck rabbit. This, I only wear the best. I only wear the best right here. No fake. This should be some high-end guinea pig shit. What's yeah, pluck rabbit anyway? It's, it's probably like that Sean John shit. They, they were using Prairie Dog or something. It was some minor scandal. That, I think Brutus posted it on the forum. There was some minor scandal about yeah. the Sean John fur stuff. It, it, you know, it's like Yo, Doc Groundhog be the new Sable shit. <laughs> Prairie Dog be the new. That's it. If I wake up for me and passed out. Shit, I don't see my bad dog 20, 20 it's six more weeks of spring or some shit. <laughs> but, you know, whites identifying with blacks, you know, it's, it's a really good point. I mean, whites have no self-identification, so we're we're kind of goaded into identifying with blacks and their struggle. And I, and I say, why not identify as white? Why not? The media makes fun of you, the newspaper, the, the whole government system and all that stuff will tell you not to. Fuck them. They're the enemy. Of course they're going to tell you that. If they could get away with it, they would tell you to choke yourself until you died. Uh, so Yeah, wasn't that the Miles Davis comment? Disobey them. What, what do you mean the Miles Davis? You said something like, if I only had two hours to live, I'd like to spend it slowly strangling a white man. <laughs> I'm not kidding you. It's a, it's a it's fairly circulated quote from Who said some that? Miles Davis. J.S. Uh, Muggsy, I believe it was Miles Davis. 
Yeah, yeah, I've, I've heard that. I do. I believe that he said that. Yeah, I agree. Well, it, it'd be nice if we could get a spokesman. You know, I mean, let's start thinking as a race here. Blacks have a have a communal thinking among them. That's why they have spokesmen like Oprah and and Jesse Jackson. Yeah, let's get it right. The Jews say. have them. To, Jews are, are telling them what to do and who to believe. Well, that's yeah. Why. Well, yeah. We you know the Jews set up NAACP. Yeah, blacks and, didn't pick Jesse Jackson. Absolutely they not. They didn't even pick, pick Martin Luther King. But we could do the same thing that they can do without the Jew telling us what to do, if we wanted to. And it would be ten times more powerful. Because uh, you have to understand the power of the media, though. And I hate well, I'm saying we could if it, wasn't for, if it wasn't for that overwhelming control. If everybody woke up tomorrow, we could yeah, do it. Yeah. That's where we need, uh, yeah, like I said, about, about 12 or 25 respectables. Uh, including many lawyers to form something like that, like CAIR for the Muslims, and we would still have to fight a pill against the Jewish media control. But that is a step that we should be taking right about now. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, we don't have time to sit around for that stuff. But yeah, I mean, we we, we do need the, uh, the the interest group and more political sophistication. I think is yeah, and we try to draw more and better people into our ranks and having these different blogs and uh, radio and just every form of media that we do is, is we're ginning up the groundswell to produce that kind of an organization. Yeah, we, it absolutely is needed. Maybe some people listening to this, you, you may be exactly the people that we're talking about. Yeah, and don't and don't you know, uh, don't don't fall for the key words. Don't you know? Think for yourself. Don't uh, don't let them keep you from identifying as white. You know, like we've gone over on this very show, uh, ethnic identity, racial identity is healthy. It's been measured, and uh, it, it it's been shown to be a healthy thing. And uh, amongst Good all point. the other who's, reasons, who was talking about that? Was that that was, was that us. on this show last week? Yes, that was us last week, and uh, that was a study out of Wake Forest that came out in the third quarter of last year, I think in October or November. And if you Google um, ethnic pride and uh, Wake Forest, I'm sure you'll pick it up. But it was mm-hmm. a study done uh, showing that, and it was uh, middle school age children that. Had the, it was easier to get through their day when they had a stressful day that they got they got uh, essentially pick me ups from racial identity racial pride that stuff didn't bother them as much you know yeah but it didn't study whites did it no they used uh, they said that they used Chinese and Mexican children yeah so that means school is a hostile atmosphere for whites since they teach whites not to be proud but to be ashamed. Of their ancestors. Yeah, they do the opposite of that, and that's on purpose. It's by design, and they're they're getting they're getting what they want out of it. You know, they're getting depressed, oh, sure. overweight. Yeah, how come how come we didn't hear about that on Fox News and MSNBC? And why isn't that study and others like it made made national policy? If something like that is obvious, uh, I mean, it's obvious to me and obvious to everyone. But if, do we really need a study to measure that? But since there is a study, why not use that? Uh, who, who, who is deciding that? Hey, this this is invalid for whites. Uncle Moshi. 
Exactly. Yeah. The yeah, tower upstairs. Mean, but but that's what I'm saying, and 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 that's what Alex means when he says that we need our own blogs, we need our own media, we need to force our own memes. And at the end of well, the day, yeah. that's what they are. But ultimately, they describe reality with more uh, reliability, and that's what our listeners will, as time goes forward, our listeners will continue to get from us is that we deal in reality. If you ask us to define something, by God, we'll do it. We're not going to say, oh, it's been discussed a million times. If you, if you really want to pin us down to something, we'll define it. We're not afraid. We're not afraid of antis. We're not afraid to debate. We're not afraid of any of that stuff. I mean, the, the, the utility of it all could be questioned. But the point is that we're not going to say, oh, it's been discussed a million times, and we're just not going to discuss it anymore, or you're a hater, and you need to be fired from your job. Uh, you know, we're not afraid of uh, of taking people on, and that's just you know our edge has been sharpened by the fact that 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 we've had. Yeah, because if we stop if we stop discussing things that have been discussed before, that you know basically relegates us down to talking about sports or something where there's yeah. constantly new statistics, which is basically the reason I think why everybody's so obsessed with sports is uh, they're lazy. They don't want to talk about things that have been talked about before. And uh, I just listened. I listened to a morning show here uh, in Detroit, and they they just nonstop talk about fucking sports over and over. Especially it's super. It's it's, it's a lot. It's a lot worse now with the Super Bowl. But yeah, and that's, like, that's the only legitimate thing for adult white males to discuss. They can ask spectators of of some form of football, and that is socially legitimated by TV ads and corporations. Yeah, that and the weather. Everything else is off limits, you know. And and that's why um, I use the term, or I use the, the 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 phrase, politics is not polite conversation. And I remember hearing that a lot when I was in high school and stuff, because I was always interested in in politics. But you hear, well, you know, Dietrich, politics isn't polite discussion. And I reject that, and I always have. But I, I'm only. You know, now just kind of getting into adulthood and sounds like something a woman would say. Politics not to be <laughs> isn't polite. Politics is lying and murdering. <laughs> well, you know, essentially, it just doesn't attract good people, but it does attract people who want to determine the the, the course of their own lives. Yeah, the point and is to get good people that you know. You know, it's kind of it, there's a sweet spot there. You, you you want you know if you pick a president or something like that, you you don't want it to be someone who's groomed their entire lives to be president. You want someone who kind of doesn't care care for it. Yeah, yeah. that's true, but you're not going to get that under except under very. Infrequently occurring circumstances. Well, you, you just have to have the right people m making the decisions on who gets there, um, and you have. To, and, and if your system's corrupt as ours is now, only the real shit is going to rise to the top. But I, I'm surprised you guys haven't dealt with that more. That uh, that, that out in the open the meme that politics isn't polite discussions. I mean, most Americans don't even know that in other countries, that's what people talk about is politics, like in Europe and Asia, and and especially uh, in the Middle East. Political well, life is don't talk about out in the politics. open. People yeah. don't talk about politics because there's nothing you can talk about without... You, you can't cross the line in so many ways that it's just... It, it, it turns it into just a moot discussion of useless... 
Yeah. Uh, I mean, garbage. You're talking about things like that don't really matter, like abortion. Yeah. You know, who, who, which politician? Uh, you know, oh, uh, it's 13 days for this. Well, he, he, he thinks it's 30 days. You can have an abortion. It's just, it's, it, 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 it turns it into a, just a pointless conversation where it literally is pointless, and it's better to. Yeah. You're and right. It's more fun to talk about something like sports because it, it, it's more relevant to your life than well, politics. Yeah, you can discuss a, a broader spectrum, and and in politics, you're only allowed to. A true discussion between very narrow perimeters, and anything real is outside of those. So you have to agree that races are equal, and multiculturalism is good. And if, if you don't agree with those, which are both obvious, false, yeah, it's, it's funny. Then you're funny. then you're a hater, and you're outside the debate. So Speaking what's the point? About, uh, yeah, you have to agree to talk about all the stuff that doesn't matter. You know, if it really matters, if it really could change something, if it really could be revolutionary or exciting in any way, it's off limits. And, That's right. Uh, it's, and another reason for that is because we're diverse, and there's so many divergent and perceived to be valid opinions of these different groups. That uh, that yeah, they they really are at loggerheads. And if and if the political discussion were allowed to run rampant, then maybe we yeah. would actually see uh, here's, that. Here's another thing that happens. Um, if you have somebody like like a white nationalist or something that enters the debate or the discussion, w what happens is everybody suddenly stops discussing anymore because then it turns into what? Well, no one wants to touch it. Nobody wants to touch it anymore. Like in my in my household, um, I know when I have family, you know, extended family gets together for for Christmas or whatever. Um, up, I, we're banned from talking politics anymore. Um, my, basically, my, my uncle, who. Uh, <laughs> Who, who basically, I mean, he doesn't control what we talk about, but he's 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 decided that we the family will no longer talk about politics, and everybody's kind of agreed to that. And the reason for that is because I basically trounced him in a debate <laughs> across yeah. the dinner table, and where everyone saw that I was right, and everyone came, and, you know, my my grandparents came up to me and said, you know, you're right, and we loved listening to you talk because you were real and you were true. So we can mm -hmm. no longer discuss politics in my family because of that. So no one wants to even discuss. It. If, it if it comes into an area people are uncomfortable or, you know, they, they feel like someone may look at them funny if they say something in which they feel, that they don't want to talk about it. You know, it's banned now because it, it's, yeah, it's, it's not polite discussion. And that, you know, that is, that is that, That's how it is. That's exactly how it is. And that's part of the feminization of politics. And if it's not nice, don't say it. And if it's not, the government's there to make us all safe and they know what's best and, it's just a number of things feeding into each other and, and producing the environment that that is really throttling us. Yeah. We hear we hear at this show have opted out of that. That's why it sounds more real than what you're going to hear if you flip on AM radio. Yeah, we reject that. Talk or politics. You know, that's why you're not going to hear Alex Linder come on and say, "Well, we don't really go there, Dietrich. We're not. You know, this this isn't what. Nah, -uh, no. We don't have to. Here's the difference. We don't have to run uh, poison the well if we bring on someone who doesn't agree. We don't have to poison the well before they come on. We can debate them and point out the facts they don't want known and uh, beat them as white well, man beat his uncle by arguing. We don't have to poison the well. When we go on their, they always poison the well. In, in the most extreme terms, you're a hater, you're evil, you're... Well, about who, what person can say that? We aren't any more evil than any other it, It's just a sign of their fear and the, the oppressive mechanism that they treat us that way. No, we are the normal, yeah, yeah, we are the yeah, good yeah. guy. And that's why we keep repeating that. Yeah. Good guys do facts and evidence to back up what they're saying. They don't try to 
press you from talking about stuff because they're afraid people will draw the wrong conclusion. They say yeah, this it's, is it's, well, it's kind of insane. We believe it. It's kind of insane in this country that the nation of Islam gets more uh, clout, has more clout than we do, when they actually believe in something that's insane and something that has no evidence or facts to back it up. Wait a minute, are you trying to say that there's no mothership out there and out of Jacob? Hey, on. on on the NOI tip, they're trying to get that that Yahweh Ben Yahweh out on promotion down or on a probation down in Florida. He's the guy who led the. I think there were like 23 whites were racially murdered. They yeah. had their ears chopped off. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. do it too. I, that's my guess is that I think they'll be able to pull it off, if not this year and five more years or so. It's it's coming to that. I hope it will be dead before then. Uh, I don't know. It's one of those worse is, is it worse is better things. It, it might be nice to see this guy going out and running his mouth, you know. And, oh, I wonder how many of those suckers are still running around out there. Oh, well, of course they are. I mean, it, the, look at the low percentage of of uh, murders that that are ever solved. I mean, there was a, just a there, there's a bit, little bit of a scandal out in the that I've heard about from the BBC in the past week that only 5% of rape cases are solved now that they have this wonderful immigration problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, 5% of rape cases. So, wow. you know, I mean, they're, they're not... Multiculturalism is not our strength. We can prove it. We've measured it. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, that, that's what bothers me about... You know, you can't talk politics. Is that it leaves us all atomized and disconnected. And, and, by God, we don't have the media. We can't turn on the TV and see our views in any way reflected. We can't... And, we're, and apparently now we're not even supposed to talk with, each, with one another at the bus stop or in an elevator or something like that. It's like we, have, we leave the conversation at the weather. It goes no further. Whereas people all over the world... Uh, that's what they talk about. You know, they talk about the weather. They'll talk about what these crazy politicians are doing or whatnot. But we have to leave it at at the weather. Weather and sports. You don't want anybody communicating side to side. And, and they've and done it. They do that not only by pressing down but by scaring people out of normal human relations so that they think every, you know, <coughs> grown male is a child molester so people are afraid to let their, their kids talk to any other people. And, you know, Actually, Billy Bob Rubney mentioned about that uh, Jewish vaccine, and, and there was a couple of points. You talked about that earlier. That, that is a really pretty outrageous thing. You're, you're having a, a, a giant corporation with a profit incentive team up with the government, in, at least in Texas so far, to force a, a so-called vaccine with unknown long-term effects that may solve some of, of this HPV to mandate that it's smeared into little girls. Yeah. And yeah. It's completely you know, untested. I mean, not completely untested, but we don't know the long-term effects of this stuff. And uh, it's yeah. a cocktail. I mean, Jews are infamous poisoners, and by God, if they aren't doing it on the grand scale. I mean, I know VNN, uh, GoVNN.com has been posting a couple, uh, has posted a couple things in the past number of weeks about <laughs> soy, I think was one of the things. And uh, Yeah, I had a scientist sent me that. Yeah, well... Uh, I can't vouch for it all, but it was very no, interesting it's, information. It's true. No, it's absolutely true. My wife was telling me exactly what it's It's not. You know, it's cut and dry. It's no problem. I mean, a scientist can okay, look at good. a picture of soy and say, oh, yeah, that'll suppress testosterone. 
Yeah, that's basically what it came down to. No, nothing far out at all. It's the same thing with uh, plastics, the, the things we drink out of and hold our food in. Mock estrogens. Yeah, that stuff is, is, is will suppress testosterone, especially in developing children. I mean, it, it'll cause little boys to have breasts. I mean, even the hormones they put in, in cow's milk. That uh, you know, a little kid will drink and and growth they, hormone. Yeah, they drink. Yeah, growth hormone. They don't. They've been known to grow breasts. Uh, young boys. So you know this, all the soy stuff, and and what really gets me is the plastic. And I, I just want to say to anyone that you care about, tell them not to. If you've had a like a, I drink a lot of water, and if you have a water bottle. And plastic that you leave in the car for a minute. It's the hard plastic. The harder the plastic, the uh, less it leaches into the liquid, I believe. Yeah, but if right? you, yeah, but if you ever get that plasticky kind of nasty kind of taste, if you know, like if your water bottle's been sitting out like in the sun or something like that, don't drink that because that's that's even worse. Uh, but but yeah, all the the Tupperware and everything that that these plastics. That, frightening. Yeah, it is. It's frightening and and. You know, and I had a friend tell me, well, hey, you know, Dietrich, you know, Jews are infamous poisoners. And I was like, well, yeah, but <laughs> but all of these, the vaccines and stuff like that, it's scary. You know, I've got and my wife's a PhD in molecular biology, and she's saying there's no way in hell we're going to get vaccines, vaccinations for our kids. And I'm like, yeah, absolutely. And I mean, they think yeah, it's out of the womb. Here's, here's the thing, too. I believe some of the vaccines are forced on your kid by law. Other ones you can opt out of. But you've got the child people staring over your back to, to claim your religious nut and grab your kids and, and, and stab them with needles. Oh, yeah, so there's a number of ways to... Yeah, if you have your kids at home, you can avoid a lot of that stuff, but, you know, that's not a very common practice. Two of my, two of my brothers were born at home, and yeah. it was easy to avoid all that vaccination garbage, but it's hard when you're in a hospital and they're pressing you to do it, and exactly. half the time they won't even ask for your consent. They'll just pull your kid out. Yeah, the vaccines they give the um, a lot of the kids, it causes autism in, like, one in a hundred kids, it varies. It varies. Um, it varies. The form of autism varies from kid to kid. But yeah. my, my my father has seen several cases of children who have been perfectly perfectly functioning children. You know, young white kids that are just perfectly functioning, happy, and they get shot. They get shot with these vaccines that have that contain thimerosal, which is a, basically a form of mercury. Yeah. And yeah. they turn into a drooling vegetable that's ridden to a wheelchair for the rest of their life. Like and that fast. What, you guys tell me if I'm wrong. What I read is that the, uh, I forget, the federal department that's supposed to watch that has phased the thimerosal out without admitting any guilt. But, man, if the government comes to you and says, I'm going to stick this in your arm and it's going to make you better, it ain't the case. And what I read is that it was the government itself that spread that flu back in 1918 that killed most of, uh, of the, that really was responsible for spreading that flu that killed millions of people rather than the flu itself. I didn't Maybe know someone that. knows what I'm referring to on that. But I do know the, uh, the, the end result of the government phasing out the thimerosal is that the level of the acceptable levels of that stuff has actually risen. Most people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing with MSG. They 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 decide that well, uh, you know, MSG is a bad thing, and we don't want it to have it in any of our foods anymore. So they just come up with a bunch of different names for it, and technically yeah. it doesn't have MSG in it anymore, but it's got glutamate. You know, yeah, glutamine, which is the same thing as MSG. Yeah, so MS monosodium glutamate, and yeah. uh, it's the glutamate's the stuff that that's bad for you. Man, I wish I had missed. 
Miss Dietrich on the line. She's I know she's listening, but well, you got to bring her on. You've referred to her several times. I know like she's she chicken. You know she's chicken. I, I've I got an interview with her that I'll, that, I'll, <laughs> that I'll play one of these uh, free talk lives about uh, about race and genetics. That, that was pretty enlightening. But you know I I I I set her off on this project. You know because I've. Uh, you know, if you listen to Patriotard radio, radio, you hear these uh, advertisements for, you know, don't don't the glutamate stuff and the the thimerosal and the don't don't, you know. So I just said, well, why don't you look into this stuff and tell me tell me what you think? And you know, she didn't think anything of it. We're we're, you know, you know, we're mm-hmm. okay. We're we're not the alarmist types and she came back to me a couple weeks later and says we are we are getting rid of this stuff and she threw out about half the stuff in the refrigerator when she actually looked into it and this is a person who knows she can draw these molecules and they she knows exactly what they're doing and Mm -hmm. basically this stuff makes neurotoxin in your uh it it makes neurotoxin and and it it causes depression and obesity and god you you look around at the indications of of what's going wrong health wise in the quad and god if it isn't directly coming from processed foods and it's just this nastiest stuff that we're that we're putting in our bodies yeah, I gotta. I'll give you one good piece of news. The uh, the hospital here in Kirksville is not circumcising male babies as a, the default. You have to specifically ask for it if you that's want pretty it. That's pretty damn cool. Oh, you know what? So. That's what I wanted to say in in light of the fact that um that. It, w- yeah, we want to let everyone know. If they don't know, don't circumcise your kid. No, nah, Google, uh, Google, uh, Penn and Teller, and I know at least one of them is a Jew. But Penn and Teller do that Showtime special bullshit. And if you Google bullshit circumcision, uh, it's a really good little thirty-minute clip of exactly why not to do that, and it's horrifying. If you're gonna circumcise your boys, you better circumcise your girls too. Yes, yeah, the same the thing. Opportunity. It's the same thing. That's why I say Jews are fucking muds, man. I mean, <laughs> it's like, hey, why don't Jews eat shellfish? Uh, I don't know, because of some religion. No, because they're superstitious <laughs> muds. That's why. The real question is why shellfish don't eat Jews. <laughs> I think we need to train them to. Maybe some Jew flakes each night on the surface of the water. Filter down to them. I think it's That's a wonderful solution. But, it, but it, yeah, it's like circumcision and uh, bring, bringing your boys little boys unwittingly into this horrible uh, uh, Noahide covenant, but 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 no. No, you know, you know the outrage of it is the goddamn stupid middle class that cannot think for itself and can be railroaded into something as ridiculous as cutting off the end of its the dick and its son. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Do, do these fuckers do you really want them reproducing if they're that dumb? And to be told and to believe that oh it prevents HIV and all this yeah. other stuff. You know what it actually yeah. does? It it keeps sex from being an actual pleasurable Play experience pleasurable, for yeah. both partners. We, were you around a couple of years ago and we had uh, <coughs> oh, I forgot her name Elizabeth Benedict? She wrote a whole series of articles. We had all kinds of brouhaha, but that was her big deal was anti-circumcision. She was fixated on it. But hey, I didn't know that before she started talking about. It, I didn't know anything about that. No, watch that. Google that uh bullshit circumcision thing that we're. They the bullshit show where they debunk stuff, mm-hmm. and it's not always right. But on the circumcision, the, the circumcision uh, episode was really enlightening, man. I mean, I had no idea, 
And uh, yeah, again, it, it, my wife was looking at all that stuff because that's one of the little projects I sent her on all the medical stuff yeah. she gets. But she was saying you should be pissed. And I then, am. Yeah, but it, well, you can foreskin. The telling here is that the head of the the glands. Oh, that that the penis is basically supposed to be wet, not dry. Yeah, and it, it does change. It's it's kind of like a piston functioning within a sheath. Yeah, it, that it it just greatly decreases the sensitivity and changes the entire nature of the sex act, which I I hadn't really realized until I'd read that. I had no idea, and it said it made it less pleasurable for both partners. Uh, and I believe that was the intent of it uh, for the That's Jews, the not just the female circumcision in Africa too, isn't it? I mean. Yes, yes, to remove sexual pleasure from the woman. Yeah, so apparently the the first people that were going around doing this were in Egypt, and apparently they were they were adult sex perverts who wanted the constant stimulation, who who had who had had foreskins their entire lives, and then circumcised themselves or had themselves circumcised because they wanted this sensitive organ, you know, uh, rubbing up against everything. So that that that's kind of creepy as well. But another thing that they do to kids as soon as they're born that that I had no idea and people I have asked zero percent know is that as soon as the baby comes out basically they give it a shot of vitamin K. I believe that's true. Yeah. No, it is true. True. And it's they give them a shot at something. Something. Because my kid was uh, they 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 do something right off. I can't remember what it is. But it's some it's some kind of flipping shot that they give them fall off. Uh, what's that? Somebody's got to drop. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, but that that's vitamin K. I believe is that the the first shot they give them. They're minutes old, and it's supposed to uh, it, it alters their uh, immune system, and you you have to understand that. Well, first of all, immunology is one of the, the hardest things to understand, but. Uh, so and it, and it's even harder to explain for someone who doesn't quite understand it, but. You just have to have an appreciation for the sensitivity of a of a newborn's uh, immune system. They have everything from their mom. They've they've been getting the uh, immuno response from their mom, and you know there's a delicate balance. The the mother's immuno system is suppressed naturally with hormones and stuff to like keep the baby healthy and happy, and uh, just all this stuff. And, and as soon as it comes out, it begins building this immune system that that lasts your entire life over and what do they do is they shoot it with vitamin K that's supposed to alter the immune system it's supposed to help uh, yeah. and, and and part of what that's for is uh, to to make them less susceptible to to an immuno response when the blade cuts their dick. I mean, <laughs> so, yeah, it's what evil. <laughs> Maybe, you know, what better cover for witchcraft than science? And why? You, you'll notice as you move along the world, no one ever does evil and just says, you know what, I'm doing evil because I like doing evil. Well, I no, just want to no. fuck things up and hurt people. <laughs> I like it. It always comes to the end of the cover of free good things for everybody, you know? Oh, I'll tell you what. I've been at your suggestion, uh, and, and thank you, by the way. I, w- I would turn around and, su- and again suggest that to anyone else. Uh, what Lib- Liberito Dominati by E. Michael Jones. I've got it right here. And, he, you know, after reading... Hey, just, let's get that right. I don't even speak Latin, but... Uh, uh, libido Dominandi. Yeah, Libido Dominandi. <laughs> That's right. Se- sexual liberation and political control. And... There you go. Yeah. Great book, isn't it? 
It's an outstanding book, and as and as thick as it is, it's rather easy to read just because it's broken up into these little little, little case studies. Uh, I guess. Hey, if you eliminated the typos, it'd only be two hundred pages. <laughs> Yeah, you kind of wonder if Microsoft. You have to read it to see, see why that's funny, but. Yeah, it's 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 bad. It's just typos, basically. It's like if you had Microsoft Word, it, it wouldn't uh, be that way. But but after reading just a few chapters of this book, I would say if you, it, for anyone, if you haven't noticed it from listening to President Bush or any of the political discussion going on in the last few years, if when someone says freedom, run. When someone says that they're doing something to liberate you, you turn away and fucking run. Make tracks as hard as you can. Stay away from that person if they're saying it's for freedom. Good God. Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's that's my message. <laughs> yeah, when someone yeah, mentions, uh, mentions freedom to you and that they want you to compel you to do things in the name of freedom, your antenna should go up. Big time. If some, you know, like I was just reading about the Bernays thing and the the sexual liberation of of women and how they got women addicted to smoking by telling them it was, you know, it's a women's lib thing. Explain it, who Edward Bernays is, because no one will know what you're referring to except our people. Well, Bernays was he was Freud's cousin or nephew? I think his nephew. Okay, he was related to to Freud. And uh, he was he was about as much of a shyster, but he basically he, well he invented public relations. At least according to him, he invented it. Yeah, well, in in so far as public relations means bullshitting people and getting them to buy things by redirecting healthy otherwise healthy uh, impulses in order to get them to spend money they don't need in order to fulfill desires they otherwise should do without. Uh, yeah, public relations. He, I would say that he was the inventor of public relations, in so much as it's a lie. And uh, he was—he hired his uh, secretaries and, and some other women to to go out there on the street and parade up and down the street in New York City and to smoke Lucky Strike cigarettes. And they put out press releases, and they had the press show up. Gosh, I don't know how they were just able to make a phone call and have all the press show up. But, uh, but yeah, they had all the press show up and just marvel over these liberated uh, women that were nicely dressed, and they had the pre-written uh, things to say, and uh, they sold a crap ton of Lucky Strike cigarettes because they were able to open up a whole new market. It wasn't like your... Uh, it, it, it's not like you you gain 5% market share because you have a really great... Uh, advertising campaign or something, you open up a whole new market, the whole other half of the population that didn't previously smoke, and that that was their uh, that was the way they did it, and they planned on doing that, and they used sexual liberation to do it, and in the end, it, it meant uh, well. The end result was uh, birth defects, lower IQ of children, uh, lung cancer, all you know, all the stuff that's associated with cigarette smoking. And that same guy is the one who sold us World War One and numerous other foul things through various campaigns and. His whole thing was organized scientific manipulation of mass opinion through mass media. And it can't be that hard. It can't be that sophisticated. They were doing it 100 years ago with regularity. They yeah, lied the mass us. media hadn't even fully developed at that point. But yeah, they were doing it. <laughs> yeah, mean, they knew what they were doing. Yeah, we were lied into a, into the Spanish-American War, the World War One, World War Two. I mean, God, you can barely name a war that we weren't... <laughs> 
I mean, I, I challenge you. That's that, right. When I have people laugh at that like you did just now, and I won't do that to you because you're not going to fall for it, but I'll tell people, go ahead, name a war. Name a war, I dare you. <laughs> yeah, it's quite right. <laughs> I mean, pe- people like to say the Revolutionary War, but eh, I'll tell that story later, but we were lied into the Revolutionary War, too. Intimidated into it, and uh, and yeah, just just like uh, and they'll they'll actually get brave enough to admit this stuff. I mean, Tonkin, they admit it now. Uh, if you go into the similar to that, if you go to the NSA's website, they'll say we don't know what happened when the Liberty was uh, attacked. We're, we're not quite sure. It was never quite. Uh, we were allowed to discuss it. So there, they say and now they're trying the same thing with Iran. They just tried with Iraq a couple years ago. So they're not even waiting a decade between wars. <laughs> to no. the same lies and the same right. <laughs> And you're right to hammer on that. I mean, how low can their level of respect be? <laughs> they're as dumb as durbles, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, are we it, really? I mean, maybe maybe we are just that dumbed down and retarded to where the, the, just the same stuff can work over and over again. But, I mean, I don't think so. I, I think they're just trying to do that through the... C- through the color of public relations and just to see what they can get away with. I mean, uh, I don't know. I mean, my 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 opinion and my analysis is that we're not going to attack Iraq. We're not we're not trying to maneuver them into attacking us. Although we have done that before. I mean, we did, Iran. You mean right? Yes, Iran. Yeah, we did we did uh, shoot down an Iranian airliner while in. Uh, Iranian uh, territorial waters, no, no less, <laughs> and uh, didn't weren't, weren't able to provoke anything from that. But I mean, we've tried, we we've tried. I mean, meanwhile, our buddy Iraq, when Iraq was our buddy, uh, launched uh, an Exocet missile against the USS Stark in the late late 80s, and no harm, no foul. <laughs> But you know, yeah. it just all depends. We can either turn it into an international incident or what. But but yeah, that's that. That's what I'm talking about with the media. You're able to turn any event or any, any non-event into uh, an internet uh, an international case for war. Well, look at uh, I always turn to homosexuality. How how can you get people to accept something they naturally don't like and that is practiced by maybe one percent of the population? If they can succeed with that, then. They can succeed with pretty much anything, it seems. Oh, and you talk about homosexuality. I mean, you you, you can... <laughs> it's Friday night. The, there are sorority and frat houses all across the nation where they think that chicks making out is just the top like the top thing that can be done. I don't ever. find that in any way sexually exciting. Uh, you know, e- either way, it's not healthy for, for women uh, to... Uh, you know... It's it's funny. It's just like sexual liberation through political control. Well, I mean, we told women we liberated them, but actually they're just sluts who now have to be chained to a desk for life, just like us men. Great. Are you liberated yet? You can and wear a skirt yeah, and smoke cigarettes. Great. Two people working for one salary. Everybody, you know, five times as tired. That's what it amounts to. Because and no one making a real dinner, heating it up in plastic that poisons the people who eat it. Yeah. You know, it all feeds together. It it reinforces the same end. Well, when you have people in control who don't give a damn about you, and if you're just animals to them, why not? Why not poison the food? Why not work them to death? Why not do these things? I mean, that's why we are nationalists and white nationalists. We're racial nationalists. Racial nationalists. Because 
we believe that that's the uh, organizing principle that allows leaders to actually give a damn about the people. And if you look at the National Socialist government in Germany, and I know people do, uh, you know, it was a government that was a fan of its people. And I use that term, and it's it's almost, uh, you know, it's hard to even imagine today a government that's a fan of its people when especially the government and the quas just actively usurping yeah, and trying to gain its people. Go ahead. I was talking to my girlfriend earlier about um just how, how I'm I'm worried about when I have kids how I'm gonna have to fight the school for their mind, you know, and fight T V for their mind. You don't. Uh, you don't uh, you don't have T V you don't send them to school. I mean, well exactly, but that I'm, I'm, I, that's the whole thing I'm, I was trying to ex- convey to her was that you shouldn't have in a healthy society you shouldn't have uh, to do things like that. Yeah. You shouldn't have to fight people for the mind of your child and it's not and she's she's like going in all like life's not easy and I'm like, it's not it's not that life's supposed to be easy. It's that your society isn't supposed to take your kid away from you and, and turn them into a monster, you know? Yeah, but, that's the difference. Yeah, yeah it's, there's a difference there. And I, it, was, it was hard for me to put that into words to her, but... Um, Life ain't easy means you got to get up and go to work in the morning. Uh, you yeah, you got to brush your teeth and stupid shit like that. Yeah, we're all going to yeah. suffer and die, uh, you know, right. that sort of stuff. Not that, yeah, you're... Hell, maybe even taxes, you know, but you, you shouldn't yeah. have to... You shouldn't have to worry about your kid going to school and, and be made to feel guilty while the blacks are made to feel good about themselves. I mean, that's not normal. That's not healthy. That's not part of life. No, and we have to fund that. And we have to fund that. We have to fund all these things that are, in essence, engineered to destroy us. And, uh, you know, we're slaves. We're captives. You know, Alex uses the term political captivity. And, uh, you know, I can find none better, not, none more apt. It's absolute captivity. We have to pay uh, taxes. We have to subsidize this system that's, you know, all that's completely offensive to our survival. Yeah. Right. But um, the good news is, is that the old media is dying. Their ability to enforce these things upon us, I believe, has has peaked out, and it's it's reached its peak already. Jewish power, along with it, has peaked out. And uh, I mean, you look at there's a headline in the in the New York uh, Times that they uh, posted a 648 million dollar loss for the fourth quarter. This came out on Wednesday, and uh, they're having to the same thing with the Boston Globe and the Worcester or Worcester uh, Telegram and Gazette. Oh, newspapers are just obsolete at this point. Well, yeah, but it's a reflection of. I believe oh, the, the entire Jewstream media. I, I think that's the way it's all going. I mean, the, the people, it, it, and not consciously at first, but people are definitely sensing that something is wrong with the news, whether they think it's too liberal or too conservative or whatever. They're, both of them are right. It's actually both. It's just too quan. And the media is in. It enforces these memes. It makes us speak in these retarded, you know, diversity and and uh, issue. It just, you know, it's just all Holocaust. All this, yeah. All these stupid buzzwords. Yeah, the media enforces the the quote fact that the Holocaust needs no definition. You know, who said that? Who the fuck said that? Why can't I? What's the difference between myself and uh, Wolf Blitzer? Why why can't I say, well, hey, you know, I've got this word here that I'm not going to define it, but it basically 
basically means you need to pay me a lot of money and give me nuclear submarines when I ask yeah. and all this other. And I can basically come into your house and take your art off the walls, as I was talking about earlier, and just basically ruin, run roughshod over your entire civilization. And you know that's what this word means. And by the way, you can't question it or question what it means or any of that stuff because it would help. Because if you do, you're guilty of creating another one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> And that's one of my favorites, by the way, the fact that if you, talk, you know, if you in any way have any type of problem with the Holocaust allegation, that that you automatically want another Holocaust. <laughs> and in a small way, I can understand exactly what they're saying. That yeah, if you do understand that stuff, you understand what the Jews are doing. Yeah, it's got a double meaning for us yeah. and for them. Yeah, I notice a lot of stuffs like that. That that, yeah. that we kind of we kind of look at each other across the vast sea of Quans that you know us us Jew truthers you know kind of make eye contact with them in a small way and we understand what they're up yeah it's like the, the look that Edward Norton gave that Jew that was sitting at his dinner table in American History X you know <laughs> yeah uh, just that look you know like yeah 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 it's like, weird I know where you stand and you know where I stand you know he's such a fucking kike man he's a perfect guy to play that kind Murray Murray <laughs> I'm not gonna accept you trying to come in here and fuck my mother you fucking Shylock cut your Shylock nose off and stick it up your ass I love that part no, I love that movie I love just fast forwarding to the black and white parts <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, speaking of Shylock, I finally uh, actually saw the film Merchant of Venice that was done a few years ago, and uh, and, and I, I even read some of it. I hadn't read it since high school, but it's funny how that's always seen as uh, an anti-Semitic screed, and yet it seems like really when you get down to it, Shakespeare was actually kind of trying to be kind to the Jew, it seems. He was he was probably very enlightened for his day as far as Jews are concerned. I don't know. That that's how they play it in English class a lot of times that he was trying to emphasize the Jews' humanity, but when you do when you prick us do we not breathe Do we not breathe yeah, green I breathe the same air as you <laughs> you know, but yeah, you bleed green and you're breathing air is not, a problem. He, yeah, that only emphasizes the difference between the Jew and the other ones. He wants that pound of flesh and he's gonna have it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, but but yeah, I think I think the movie's really well done because they they emphasize the jewelry and all that stuff and, and uh, the jewelry. Yeah, jewelry. My cousin Moshi and the yeah, yeah. I mean, y you look at what kind of occurred to me when I saw that when I saw that film and that oh yeah, our we got a cousin over here. You he can lend us some money here and we can transfer him. You know the. International banking isn't even an institution as much as it's just a Jewish thing. It's a Jewish institution. It's not, you know, from the ground up, internationalism and all that stuff, it's it's Jewish. It's it's not of any other people. Everything that's internationalist beyond what we have to hammer out in order to have free trade routes and, and stuff like that, it's well, white, white, white set up a monetary system in order to make it easier for people so they didn't have to bargain and barter for their 
for their, you know, they made it just so it was easier and more convenient. Jews set it up so, like this convoluted system of crazy shit that the average person can't even fathom because it just doesn't occur to us that yeah. these type of things would they even do, be possible. They do with money and media yeah. what they do with words and everything else. It's not to clarify. It's to make. It's to it's muddy the skate, water. Yeah. 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 The middle middlemen need a level of obscurity in order to make their profit and that's what they're talking about in the housing panic blog spot is that now you can find all the MLS real estate listings without having to go through so many middlemen and it's making them nervous and another thing that Tom Winnicki never got around to talking about but intended to was that Arabs in Canada tried to set up a usury free bank yeah. Have you guys heard of that at all? Oh, yeah. They, they've already done so in Europe, I believe. But I, I have been hearing about that a lot since 9-11. Uh, they, it's, it's basically the same thing. They pay fees in order to handle their transactions. It's just not, it, it, it's just not interest per se. But the upside to that is that you know exactly what the bank is getting. It's transparent. And on, I imagine on the larger, like international type transactions, it would ultimately it'd be more honest, and you wouldn't have shit like the Federal Reserve, for instance. Is it purely for Muslims, or do they allow whites to set up accounts, or? I don't know. So who who set this up? What country was it, or? Uh, Muslims are. It's not Takia. It's um. I can't. Uh, I can't recall. They got a word. Oh yeah, it's a, it's a whole uh, it's a whole banking it's a whole way of banking and actually they talk about it in the Quran, but but yeah usury and you know you Christians out there the Bible is anti usury as well I think Jesus says some things about usury does he not? You're more than seven percent of your fucking bastards. <laughs> That was that was the only time that Jesus got pissed off was at the uh, kikes that were uh, cheating people out of their money when they had to pay you know fifty bucks for a dove or whatever to all the sacrifice. Well, does, does usually mean loaning money at any rate, or does it mean loaning it at more than seven <laughs> percent? It means at first it meant. I'm not kidding. I yeah, seriously thought that's what no, it meant. No, it's, it's a good no, question. No. At first, it, it into the Muslims it means at any rate, and that's what the word originally uh. means. But it's been it's been loaded up now with baggage that basically says, well, it's at extraordinary interest, uh, that's usury. Usury is a, is a pejorative yeah. term, when in fact it's not, a, it's not supposed to be a pejorative term. It means any interest, not, not just extraordinary oh, okay. out-of-the-way interest. But, but the Muslims, they get around that, but they pay their banks by actually having like user fees. And uh, like if they're going to take out um, a loan or something, they just take out a loan for that much more and, and, and it's handled that way. I mean, they, they you know, they'll pay like 130 bucks for like a small signature loan outright okay. instead of having it be calculated through interest. I mean, it's not it's not that big of a deal from what I've read. It just, but what the big deal about it is that it, it takes the cash flow out of the hands of the Jews and that can't be anything but good. Indeed. That's anti-usury on its face, right? It's 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 anti-hate. I'll tell you that. Um, you know the 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 power of the Jew. You know we talk about the media and all this other stuff, but nothing hits home like uh, money. I mean, money is all things to all people. And Zog doesn't want anybody withdrawing from it in, in any form. I mean, you look at the homeschooling. I was looking on that yesterday, and you just see where they're more advanced and controlled than in the U.S. And they out they ban homeschooling and and. Uh, same thing with loans, same thing with uh, 
what else? I, can, I forget the third example. Liberty dollars? Yeah. Good call. That's exactly what I was thinking. It just slipped my mind there. But, uh, yeah, they, they did we talk about that? They, they cracked down on uh, people trying to use those to get away from the deflating or the uh, inflation of the currency with, with these Liberty dollars. Yeah, and they started to set up networks, as Arians have advised us to do. Yeah, but uh, they but they they cracked down on that and said that uh, I, I can't remember exactly what, but but they did come after them over that over the Liberty Dollar. Do you know how extensive that network was? No, do you? I, I remember not really. I guess there were a few retailers taking it, but I don't know if there like any certain location across or? the country. Yeah. If I remember, there there's like maybe maybe thousands across the country. You know, there are a couple thousand maybe I, I think um, at the most. But and, and they would probably know of each other through these libertarian networks and media. Yeah, I mean it was it was in no danger of crashing our economy by any means, but uh, <laughs> probably never would have been. But they don't want people getting the mere idea. I think is is their their point. It's kind of like homeschooling. Oh, absolutely. They don't want people even understanding that they can have some type of. Uh, yeah, you're exactly right. The, the interesting thing about that is the government claims there's one million homeschoolers, and the homeschoolers claim there are two million. Yeah, and with the and with the you it's know, actually six million. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there were. It was probably more like uh, one million five or ten years ago, and it's the growth rate has has exploded. And you know, I'm happy to see that. And I'm not saying whites actually are understanding what's going on, but they're perceiving something. And sometimes that's well, most of that's supported by the Christians. Well, it's it's driven by people who hate Zog as we do, but they don't call it Zog. But they hate the cultural Jewing of America, the Iroquois. They don't like what what America has become. And so they seek to opt out from it without ever identifying specifically what is causing that. You know, they say secular humanists and, and people without God, but that's not it, as we know. Yeah, that's one of my favorite secular humanists. Like, secular don't, look, humanists. don't look at me, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, that, that's the one error the Jews made in terminology is using is the word Jew to describe themselves. It's so short, simple, and, and it automatic almost. Jew, 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 Jew. <laughs> And it's almost like they make that noise or something. Yeah, like an onomatopoeia. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, these Samoan Americans are something noble, you know. They force everyone to use 25 syllables to describe them. Yeah. Well, you know, sometimes more syllables can can kind of connotate a, a certain kind of hatred. I mean, like I used to watch a lot of media a lot more media from the Middle East, and uh, I, I would notice that when they use the term Israeli, boy, they 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 really draw it out. They're like Israeli. I mean, they they say it, they savor it in their mouths, kind of. And I don't know. I was listening to an Aryan Matters uh, not long ago, and I, it was just some point in the conversation where uh, you know Hawthorne's like, and I, and I just can't believe that in the House of Commons these. Jews, you know, it's just like, <laughs> it's just like, yeah, man, it's palpable, but uh, it it does, it kind of, it, it kind of stays there, and it almost, if you didn't know the language, if you were an alien just from another planet, you you probably wouldn't get the impression that a Jew was a good thing. Good thing, yeah. Well, it's, yeah, it's just funny. It's it's such a bald, ugly little word, and and I don't think I'm getting the getting it in reverse order. It really does fit the creature in question. 
ignoble taper. The ignoble taper. I'm a fan of the taper proper. And South American innocently consumed vegetation. How unlike its North American cousin. Yeah, and it looks can be deceiving. Thanks for tape It's really not fully appreciated. Yeah, another thing is it's only found in South America, is that correct? Yeah, I believe tapers, you see them in zoos, they're from South America. They don't yeah. live up here, that's for sure. Yeah, whereas juice you can find in South America and everywhere else. Oh, there. Because of a land bridge. Five yeah. widespread and fed, unfortunately, an unendangered species at the current time. Yeah, you know, it's messed up because uh, it, it, just to read the, uh, you know, the political situation in these countries, like I was reading something about Hugo Chavez, it was sometime like this point last year, and it was like, oh, in the Jewish community in Venezuela, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. What are Jews doing in Venezuela? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they smelled gas, and they, they stuck their proboscis in. I, I believe we saw a documentary shot from Brutus. If you remember this cartoon, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was the funniest. Yeah, the British is good with noses and That dude, he's sucking gas out of that. <laughs> what a bastard! <laughs> <laughs> he's not fucking logic there at all, but it's like perfectly goes right into the heart. You know something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Brutus, Brutus has the best, like, the noses and the eyes, man. He never goes wrong. Oh, man. This is the second time we've... Shopping cart. Yeah, this is the, at least the second Free Talk Live, live where we've loudly uh, lauded Dear Brutus in his, uh, in his terms. I, have I love a, that shit. Yeah, I can't, I can't get enough. He did, a, he did one just lately, didn't he? Uh, that I saw on He did one of Canada that had uh, hands like, you know, a conventional uh, right. sort of prison representation. Right. In relation to uh, our brother Tomasz Wilicki. That was I a, that's a little more. Yeah, that was a really um, well done uh, appearance he put in with you guys on Monday. Well, that, you know, that that is real media. You know, why, why is Tomasz Wilicki, honest Polish software engineer, Thrown in jail for speakers. Why isn't he on Bill O'Reilly? Why isn't he on one of these Fox faggots or CNN assholes? Why aren't they talking about this stuff, Connor? Land of the free and the brave, and we're over there fucking up people in the Middle East. You know, that is the cutting edge of what's actually going on in the world. You heard on that show. I don't know where else you're going to get it. Yeah, this is how you know everything is screwed up. I mean, they've they've got this. And not that it isn't deserved, but they're giving all this attention to this uh, Muslim guy from Canada that was uh, allegedly tortured by the CIA and Canadian officials when he was mm-hmm. uh, suspected of terrorism. I mean, wasn't you know you know Tomas was put in solitary confinement for words that he typed out on his keyboard for writing about minority crime in Toronto essentially. Yeah, and it wasn't even it wasn't even like he was making stuff up. He was reporting the news. He was just putting a spin on it that they didn't like. Truth is no defense. I think isn't that why he and that why he ended up that. winning? He he hasn't mm-hmm. won. No, uh, I thought he won his appeal. I, I, I'm pretty sure he, he said he's out of the woods at this point. I think he no, he said he's yeah. out of the woods. I think. Didn't well, he? no, he he won his appeal, but they're still trying to get a bunch of crap on him for he showed up at some hearing where Warman was, and they're trying to claim that's breaking his parole or probation. Right. It's some bullshit. Oh, and Warman was like, oh, I'm all scared and all this other stuff. You know what? I bet I'm Warman is my scared. Life. 
I was afraid. I'm very afraid. I would be scared if I was warming because when I fuck people over, I get worried about what they might do to me when I think they might have a point, you know. But as I mean, of right now, life? I don't walk hey, around afraid you know, of anything because I don't fuck people over and put them in jail for their political opinions and do bullshit like that, you know. I don't have to walk hey, around being afraid of If, if Dickie people. wants to play dick and determine who can say what and can't, that well, maybe not everyone wants him to be the, uh, the tyrant there. So, yeah, you try to take away people's freedom to criticize you and talk about what's going on, yeah, you might have to fear some repercussions. Yeah, what do you expect, motherfucker? <laughs> I mean, here's a, uh, you you got to wonder what people like that are thinking. I mean, because believe who died and elected Dickie Warman King? I'm still a person who believes that that people are basically rational. I know, I know, but as I still actually believe that people have an explanation for the things that, that it is they do, and I just I can barely imagine what uh, someone like. Dick Warman, what what's going through a person's head that it, like that? You know? you know, I've never heard him talk, but just reading what he's said, uh, you know, he's like the Holocaust began with words. He, to me, he sounds like just a, a modern-day religious freak who's completely bought into the Jew ideology. I suspect that more than I suspect him being paid money as as a motive. But yeah, he probably admires bucks. them because they're fellow tyrants. Well, it's just this this wimpy liberal strain of, of German-descended people fall into that kind of insane pietism. Well, you know, that's some how, kind of holy martyr. That's how attorneys, you know, make their careers is by landmark, you know, stupid cases, just like you know, this Duke Duke guy. I mean, so in a sense, he is being paid. I mean, it's his career. If he the more he can get in the news, the more he's going to get paid. The higher, higher profile his he is, you know, that's well, he how, doesn't. How, how, uh, I mean, I'm, money. yeah, it, it's, I don't think money's his, he's not really like a dirt short. I think he's more like a true believer type. He's, he's just fucked up, obviously. I would have to, I would have to admit, uh, say you're probably right about that. I mean, I don't know. I'm just cool trying to read, I'm trying to interpret the little stuff I've read. I've never, if I heard the guy talk, I could probably, probably give you a good read on what his deal is, but. Well, here's a, I can tell you a place where you can, you can see him talk and, and see his, uh, you see him move and watch his little eyes shift back and forth. It's on Google Video, and it's um, it's the same show that. Or wait, no, it's not. Okay, I'm making that up. It's uh, it's on Google Video, and it's a Bravo show. And I think if you search, like, it's that David Ike's oh, okay. guy. If you've got it in hand, we should put that in the thread. I don't remember ever okay. seeing anything posted where he spoke. Did someone tape? Someone was in one of those meetings and taped. I think no, that was some that was some Jew. Somebody from Stormfront, I thought. No, you're right. You're right. Yeah, I remember that from a couple of months ago, but I didn't, I still didn't listen to it, but I remember it. Yeah, he was joking that the uh, whole oh, they just can't imagine that I'm not Jewish. They all think I'm a Jew. They just can't imagine that, you know, I stick up for these causes and I, and I'm not a Jew. Well, but, some people keep calling him a Jew. Now, I've always had a strong line on that. I don't call people Jews unless they are Jews. Yeah, as people, far as I know, a, he's not a Jew. Yeah, that's a hell of an accusation. People, you have to be careful with that. Yeah, it shouldn't it shouldn't be used as just a, a slur epithet. Although, although it does work quite yeah, an epitaph. <laughs> Where was that? Well, that that was a public school teacher telling me I had to be more tolerant. I guess of misspellings and misused words. Spewing epitaphs. <laughs> Here lies hate. <clears throat> as you are, I once was. As I am, you will be. 
<laughs> you sure you don't oh, have shit, as I is you be or something? <laughs> but yeah, but on Google Video, the uh, David Ike's uh, there's a it's like a Nova or some some kind of program from Canada or the UK. But how do you spell that Ike's? I C K E S. I believe he's the guy that believes. He's the guy that says uh, talks about lizards all the time. You know what I'm talking about? Uh, isn't that David Icky? Icky's. Okay, yeah, I, I've just seen it spelled. Icky's? I thought it was Ike's. I think it's Icky. I don't think there's an S on the end of it. Or Ike. Ike's. I, I'm pretty sure, actually, it's Ike, though. Or, but it's spelled Icky's. It's I'm not sure, but I thought it was Icky. It's I-C-K-E-S. I, I thought it was Icky's, too, and I saw and, and the way they were pronouncing it on that uh, on that clip. But Warman, uh, well, apparently, but, so you know who I'm talking about, right? He, he says that lizards are running the banks. and are run, it, it, yeah. It's basically everything that we describe what Jews are doing. He uses the word lizards for some reason. I'm not I think I'm not sure if he's false opposition, pathological or what. I don't really care, but uh he's interesting nonetheless, but uh to laugh at, not with, but he went to Canada uh and and gave a speech there and and Warman was uh working between the uh let's see was it ADL he w- he was basically the conduit the bridge between ADL and these uh these ARA goons who went to to break up his book signing and to basically harass him and get him kicked out of the places where he's, he's doing something right then Someone, well, yeah, that's someone, what uh, he's he's uh, over the target you know if you're if you're getting that much flack you must be over the target i mean it might not be lizards but Yeah, he incorporates elements of what we're saying, a a lot of it. Someone's saying he says reptilians. Reptilians, that's it, yeah. Uh, It was kind of funny, though. Warman had some kids uh, go in there and break up his book thing and throw pies, and they were dressed up like lizards, uh, like, you know, the plush lizards, like you would see waving at people from a car wash. Barneys. Yeah, kind of like Barneys. (laughs) And uh, so, you know, that was kind of funny. But, uh... Uh, Warman seemed to be supporting the attacks on Fromm and the attacks on uh, who's the uh, who's the other guy? Uh, oh, yeah, uh, Jared Taylor. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't doubt that a bit. Actually, there was a really good article about the Jared Taylor uh, hullabaloo from a journalist saying, uh, you know, great, we made a we made an evil racist hater look good. Did you? Uh, yeah, well, I didn't see it. Uh, you know what I think about Jared? Yeah, and I think pretty much the same about Jared. I don't know. I'm, I, I'm of two minds about Jared, and I guess we, I've already gone all over all that. But, you know, he's the, the good is that he led people like me. You know, I was at Amran before I was at VNN. Uh-huh. Uh, but once, I, I guess the difference is, for whatever reason, when, when I heard the message at VNN, uh, it, I knew that uh, I was listening to something that uh, was authentic, and that's the impression yeah. impression I got. And you know what? The the best thing that I ever could have been told that early in the game was uh, something that you were ranting on Goyfire, and you said, these people that are anti-racist, and uh, I can't remember exactly who you were talking about, but he's, you said, you know, no matter if they're anti-religious or whatnot, these liberals that... that scream racist hate or whatever they're just like the Puritans they're burning witches we don't burn witches anymore we burn racists you know and it's yeah there's a mental connection there people think that the human race has progressed but it's the same stupidity it's just one form or another yeah but they're using that same 
self-righteousness, and, and they're just as wrong as when they, they drowned women who uh, who happened to get a wart. <laughs> they <laughs> drown them uh, in, in the lake or throw them off a cliff. I mean, it, but they were just as self-righteous then when sure. they were doing stuff, saying, oh, yeah, this will save your soul. There's a lot of people who are very, especially weak people, they cannot handle any kind of criticism or self-criticism, and they must locate the evil in the other. And this is a socially acceptable way to do it. Oh, it's, it's not me, or, or I'm not dirty. It's those evil, dirty racists who are causing all these problems. And if they would just, if they would stop and think for a moment, they'd see, you know, it's, it ain't the racists who are forcing Tawana, you know, to... to rape these people ten times or Deshaun and his gang it's it's they just can't handle it they, people are hurt animals that's the unfortunate truth mm. well for this last leg of the show we have been joined by uh, international terrorist uh, Todd in Florida <laughs> <laughs> Todd Todd how's life hello. Taking you? hello hello you guys hear me I hear you you guys hear us yep Okay. It's kind of like a delay. Uh oh. Yeah, Alex was saying there's a little bit of delay. I guess yeah, I'll tell you what, I'll, I'll drop off and let you guys have that bit and see if that helps any. And, uh, show. Alright, thanks for calling White Man for White Land. It's the blog yeah, is indeed. DetroitIsCrap.blogspot.com. It's a damn good blog. I check it every day. There's no better place for TNB except for maybe you know not not in the quad. There's there's no other place where you can get uh, fresh squeezed TNB like Detroit. <laughs> yeah. Like Detroit, and you're not gonna get it in the mainstream media, nice and pretty. Yeah, Tawana, an essence of Deshaun. Yeah. You keep reading it, I'll keep doing it. All right, that's a deal, buddy. Appreciate it. See you. All right, thanks for listening. Todd in Florida. I, I was just wanting to say that the anti-Semitism is very thick on this show. I can't even see my fucking nose. I, I think I feel safer in a gas chamber. I, you know what? I think you're correct. Here, let me help you. That was so funny that time. I, I used, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, Son of Sparta on the forum because uh, or even early on, the one time I read him go over to opposition and there was some Jew who was trying to be a smartass saying, yeah, I'm a Jew and I, you know, I don't know any of my relatives run the world. How do I approach them? You know, I won't in on it. You know, trying to basically say that. Uh. And uh, he has the greatest answer, man. I have it in my signature for a long time, but basically he he writes a couple pages basically doing a really good job of, of trying to convince this Jew to kill himself. <laughs> it's like, man, it's like, this, this guy doesn't rest, you know? <laughs> that's how you prove you're a good Jew. <laughs> yeah, that's basically what he was saying, that... Uh, you know, since you don't, you're not in with your tribesmen and all this. I can't remember the exact reasoning that he used, but it sounded pretty good to me. You know, it convinced me that that Jew needed to die. So. It, it's funny these these Jews keep coming into white nationalism because of the the semis like Vidar and the veiled antis like Amran white let them in, and all they ever talk about when they become white nationalists is anti-Semitism. <laughs> It's just another venue for them to oppose people who oppose Jews. That's all they care about. It. Yeah, yeah. It's some of the white people are so goddamn dumb. Sometimes I wonder if they need to survive. You know what? It's it, I don't know if it's just us being dumb as much as a few things. It's like we've evolved to be quite trusting of our political leadership because 
we didn't have something as offensive and uh, and evil as the Jew running around throughout our history, throughout our political history. I mean, we have for the past thousands of years, but like our, you know, the German forests and British Isles that uh, uh, that that what was it, Franklin that talked about. Uh, yeah, I know they theorize about all that northern stuff. I, I personally take that with a grain of salt. That is by no means proven. Um, even, even though the, the, the people in their evolutionary biology tend to act like it's proved. It's just a theory. And it doesn't matter because the effects are the same. But it's just like Khrushchev said. The American people are so fucking dumb. You piss in their face and tell them it's, it's raining and they believe it. And these people, these Jews come in. I mean, if you can't make out that they are hostile, my God. What has to be done before you grasp the Jews are still they're our our they mean it's no good. Everything they put felt in bad happened. What the fuck? I shouldn't have to persuade you of that. You should be able to set things before you you eat them and go, Yeah, that's what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, well for whatever reason we perceive that, but it's kind of like you know, I see white people as very simple and just honest in the way that uh you know, if it's for, for the same reason that habitual liars tend to not be trusting of others. They're not built. To, they're not born and bred to be fighters. Well, what has been implied here? <laughs> the point. Yeah. Well, well, what? Well, what I'm saying. You can't disparage the white characters. Oh my people! Oh, the Jewish people! <laughs> hey. But, yeah. Um, no, no. I know what you mean. I, I think probably the the more cynical. Uh, upper 25% of whites are, are going to be the ones who aren't winnowed out if we're not careful here. Yeah. But my God. Yeah, and if, the and thing if is, we you can that. quote the Jews in their own words to them, and it makes no difference. People people are only instrumentally rational, is, is my experience. They have okay. a real hard time learning anything that goes against the so-called consensus, which is basically what TV says. Well, we're made, we're, we're social animals, so we're made to, you know, a basic abiding trust and complete strangers. You know, if someone says it's raining outside, well, we tend to believe them no matter if they, if they have a record <clears throat> with, of trustworthy with us or not. But we don't have... Um, I, don't, I just don't think white people have this natural cynicism as much. And I think well, they, they would if they were shown. Um, that's the problem is that the news media doesn't show him the black and white crime on every, you know, every day that happens. If they did see it, you know, you'd see some serious uh, uh, vigilantism. Yeah. Well, no, they cover States. it up, and not only do they cover it up, but they enforce they enforce this belief that everyone thinks the way Jews do, and that if you're one of us, you're a complete outcast. When it's totally the opposite of that. When people are allowed to think for themselves, they think like us, and you can tell that by by uh, you know actions mean more than words well you can tell it by their actions whites move away from diversity and whites, they vote against it too a lot yeah of times. every time anytime they're asked they and, and it doesn't matter how many luminaries are propagandizing against it i mean just look at the michigan case they had all these community <coughs> quote leaders and uh the media they were going full bore against uh and they still shot down uh, uh, this, this uh, well, it wasn't just in the law school. It was in the public universities and everything. It was this enforced diversity. 
And they, the yeah. voters shot it down. And the voters shoot it down. I mean, look at California. We joke about how California's not even the United States, and it's just so loony liberal. They shoot down that stuff. Well, California's got a, <clears throat> a huge number of people in it, and, and plenty of rural people in it, too. Yeah. Yeah, you tend to not know that if you don't really know the political situation in California. You just yeah, it, 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 these things all become like categories in your mind, even if you live there, like I have a couple times. And it's, uh, but they are real places, and they do have plenty of whites living there, and plenty of conservative whites in California. It's just there's all this other stuff too. But oh, yeah. no, it is. If we had control of the media and we emphasize certain things, whites would come around very quickly. And like you, like you pointed out, from the evidence of their voting, they still basically feel. But I'd call it just a normal conservative way, and, and conservatism is, is, you know, racism is just the same thing. It's just, it's just reality alleging. I mean, yeah, it's, it's reality-based opinions. And you'd have a small minority of whites that is essentially Jew-like and that it's crazy and insane, but the majority would take care of them. Yeah, it's not even an ideology as much as it's recognizing the basic social truths. And, or the, just even just the basic truths, period. I mean, it's just like I say, capitalism isn't... You know, communism is a system. Capitalism isn't a system. Capitalism is what people do when you leave them the hell alone. Absolutely. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, if you define it as like free market and buying and, tra- and trading and selling. Yeah, yeah, yeah just the exactly. basic definition of, of capitalism. Yeah, it's just it's what people do when they're left alone. You don't need a system. You don't need guns. You don't need any of that stuff. Well, diversity is a system. You need guns. You need people at bayonet point and being forced into schools. And, or, or to integrate in the schools, and uh, but yeah, like racism and separatism and nationalism—that's what people are doing when you leave them the hell alone, when you let them vote, when you don't uh, kill them, when you don't jail them. That's right, and that's why the SBLC, even after they have the gunpoint integration of public schools, still have to sponsor stuff like Mix It Up Day, where they encourage students to break out of their racial clumps and and eat lunch with their fellows. Of different colors. Yeah, yeah, and just just think they even have Ridiculous. to have that after all the after all the uh, theorizing and the the textbooks. I mean, every textbook in every class enforces diversity. I mean, I, I was just reading that. Uh, in, in England, it's funny. England, a lot of the ways the British are ahead of us in a lot of ways with their loony leftism and and, and the multi- multiculturalism. They seem like they're way behind us. And I was just reading just the past week in the Beeb how they were, uh, they're going to make every subject now, science, history, everything is going to be multiculturalized uh, for the next school year. So Brit students have that to look forward to. But I'm telling you what, man, this stuff is just like these blackface parties. And these, these kids, in, in, in their own little way, are, are striking out against this stuff. They've become the, quote, rebels have become the establishment and uh now we're the rebels we're the we're the young turks so to speak we're the uh up and comers i mean they're not going to build statues to people like dick warmer they're going to build statues to people like us who tell the truth yeah (laughs) (laughs) a nice uh nice butthead impersonation on goyfire 47 by the way Yeah, watching Idiocracy was like driving through Miami, if you ask me. I mean, I've only done it once, but uh, and I've watched Idiocracy a couple times, but I, those, those things are pretty much on par. Uh, yeah, dumb. I, I started out was great. Well, video. The rest of it was eh. 
It was kind of boring, but... <clears throat> Did you notice the part at the very end when they were talking about how uh, the, the un denazi the world and, and now you have what you see? Was that at the end? That's at the very end where they were going through the the uh, what what the retard was saying was the time machine that was really just a ride. Okay. At, at the at the store. I remember them mentioning the denazification and they showed uh, the dinosaur, the the T Rex with the uh, the uh, swastika armband. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's really good, but watch that again. They say. And um, the whole the whole movie now is on all the popular video sites. But uh, if you, I got a CD of it. Oh, cool! Yeah, at the very end, they say <clears throat> the uh, it was talking about World War Two and, and Charlie Chaplin and the Nazis and uh, it's basically getting all the history wrong as as historians do, <laughs> yeah. as historians do very most of the time. But but they say and then and, but the Nazis were threatening the world and then came the un which was the UN and the un un-Nazied the world forever and it, and it was the end the curtain went down on the, on the ride and it was like it, you were I don't know my little Nazi mind I, you know, I thought well yeah so they un-Nazied the world and then idiocracy was inevitable <laughs> you know and maybe that's why it wasn't generally released it, that but may it, have been it is now in video stores it was a two available hour long, for illegal download nationwide. That's right. It was a two-hour-long commercial for eugenics. Well, yeah, that's a, that the first part of that displays it perfectly. I think we've written about that ad infinitum. But it's just funny with the yuppie couple and refusing to breed until the time is right. And, hey, the time's never right. No, it's You're never going to have as much money and free time as you'd want. That's right. It's always going to be something going down. So, yeah. And not and more not less as you get older, more problems. Mo more money. reasons not to. Hey, mo money, less more energy. problems. Huh? I think you got something interesting to happen to me tonight. Uh, I got a Jew I work with. He's actually my boss, and uh, it was like Friday night. Everybody got their paycheck and left. And um, we sent there. I walked into a, the, one of the back offices. He was talking with uh, one of it was like all the technicians in there are from India. And um, they're sitting there having a discussion about Muslims versus Jews and blah, blah, blah. And I just it happened to pop in. They don't know I'm a Nazi at all. So, um, I guess not. I mean, they, they know <laughs> that it's like that I, I did something. Because all the blacks in the room, it's like as soon as I came in there to work, they're like, oh man, he can't work here. No, no, should that motherfucker be a Nazi? Because it's like, <laughs> they all typed in my name at Google and it's all this fucking crap. And I was like, it doesn't matter, you know, I, I, I produce sales, so they're going to hire me anyway. So they're sitting there talking and talking, and, you know, he's, this, the Jew is dominating the conversation. And, um, you know, I, I, they started talking about the thing between Lebanon and Israel, that skirmish. And I was like, let me get this straight. Two Israelis got arrested, and Israel goes in and bombs like a third of the city and kills over a thousand people. Now, how do you justify that? It's like, well, it's very simple. Um, <laughs> what happened was is that the Lebanese were putting all of their military equipment, rockets, uh, like the katushas, in playgrounds and uh, schools and hospitals. So Israel had to kill all those people to get to the rockets. Mm, yeah. And I said, you know, that is, I, I told him, I said, that is why Jewish people are so fucking dangerous. Because you can come up with an excuse to kill women and children like that, and everybody else believes you. 
and you, that makes me want to vomit. So not really because I could care less about the Lebanese, but I mean, still, it just goes, it, it illustrates the whole thing illustrates that the Jews by bombing Lebanon and killing a uh, you know a thousand people, it's the same thing with like them bombing Dresden or whatever else they do that is uh, detrimental to white society. Yeah, they come up with some excuse, and people sit there and just sit there and nod their head and go, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, they got this gift of gab. That, yeah, I guess we're going to kill women and children. Yeah, sure. Yeah, this, it, they really do have these, these Christians of virtually worshipping them when, when they're such despicable individuals and they're responsible for all the cultural symptoms that these same Christians hate. Absolutely, yeah. Well, that, you know, that, and most to me, is per, is perpetual source of amazement that they can't make the damn relation and they can't see through their own bought fraud to lead them. You know, the, the Joe... Uh, Oh, I, I just printed in letters that uh, uh, NB4 sent me uh, a Suck Boop Joe article, you know, and Jimmy Carter wrote, too many Jews on the Holocaust Memorial Council on some stupid note, and hell, he was probably worried that it would be better for the Jews to have fewer Jews on the council. That's exactly what it was. Yeah. We talked about that last week on Free Talk Live. That was, you're exactly right there, yeah. Is that right? Yes. I didn't recall you talking about that. I must have missed that part of it. Yeah, it was at the but very beginning. It, it, and it was exactly it, it, that. It is pitiful. Just pitiful that they suck after these people. They're horrible. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you can spend the first 80 years of your life just completely uh, sucking up to the Jews. And, then, and yeah. pushing their agenda. And then you do one little thing, and oh, Jimmy Carter's always had a Jewish problem. Jimmy Carter's He's always had, had it into the Jewish, Jewish people. Problem. Man. The problem with the Jewish people. <laughs> I was in the Jews got an us problem. Hey, Jews got a me problem. Well played. Jews got a us problem. I'm sorry, Todd. Go ahead. I was in the supermarket the other day and I passed the Menshevitz aisle, which um, I think it's pronounced Menshevitz. Manish I used to pronounce it whatever. Menshevitz. This is like after you guys had. So uh, well described, Gefelta fish. Without touching it, I knew it. Okay, without touching it, there were like a bunch of jars of Gefelta fish, and I bent down just to look through the glass, and it, it's true. It looks like there's worms coming out of the fish. And hey, disgusting. you know what Nietzsche says? You can't look into the Gefelta fish without the Gefelta fish looking into you. The Gefilte fish <laughs> stares back at you. Oh, God. <laughs> Man, and then they have this... What is this shit? They have this stuff called borscht juice. It's like uh, radishes or some shit beaten down into a fucking pulp, and then they strain it and turn it into a juice. What the fuck is that? I How can that, you drink that? That came from the Slavs, didn't it, in borscht? Yeah, Jews enjoy tortured food. Tortured food. They're very hateful people. They are. They, they hate every living thing, and I guess it includes uh, uh, vegetables. But you were talking about the Katusha <laughs> rockets. You know what? Most people don't. Most Quans don't even know this. If you just if you just ask them out and about, uh, even if they know what's going on between these two or those two parties, Israel and the Lebanese. Uh, they're, well, well, they're they're firing rockets right into Israel. They don't understand what a Katusha rocket is. A Katusha rocket is a metal Roman candle. It has right. no. It has. It's a kinetic weapon, and by that, it, I mean the damage that it does is by metal. The metal that is it's usually like fabricated. Ball bearings in it and stuff. They were no. showing those on Fox. No, uh, 
Well, they have. They may, maybe are you saying they didn't have ball bearings, or they're exaggerating the number? Um, I, I don't under, I don't quite understand what ball. See, it doesn't have any explosive in it. Now I know suicide belts. They put ball bearings in them. So see, they were they were probably exaggerating. No, they were shown on Fox. They would show like the corner of an apartment was blown up by a Katusha, and then they would. I think they were claiming it was filled with ball bearings or something, but it may be to give it weight in the flight trajectory. But you see, ball bearings would be use, useless in a Katusha otherwise as a as a weapon because there's no explosive content to the rocket. As far as I know, Katusha rockets have no explosive content whatsoever. They're merely but the genetic weapons. But have to sweep them up off the floor. Come on, man. And it's so funny, people you're you're right about people not even questioning the most simple basic things. I mean Fox will go, Oh, look at the corner of this one apartment building. God damn, look at southern Lebanon. Sadie was forced to flee, I was very afraid for my life. The corner of my oh. apartment will never be the same. Dude, they're still getting people are still dying. <laughs> People I would never be able to cast my eyes up to the left without crying humongous tears. God used to have a high water mark here from the flood of 49. <laughs> It'll never be the same. <laughs> You're absolutely right. And then, you know, for every one of those, uh, Israel has leveled an apartment flat, you know, containing 700 families. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. they don't show you any pictures of. No, and... and and they'll, they won't show you that unless they absolutely have to. And they, we've got cluster bombs that the uh, Israelis used that are still going off over there, that are killing people just in and the past two weeks. And the Describe United, what those are. Okay. A cluster bomb is a, is, is a clustered munition that, that, in the form we're talking about right now, is dropped from a U.S. airplane. It's a U.S. manufactured and delivered bomb. And it's dropped from a U.S.-made airplane, and it... Surely the locals don't know that, though. Yeah, they absolutely know it, and they're going to tell us, or or if if they were smart, they'd tell us about it. Um, So they hate us for our freedom and our cluster bombs. Yeah, they hate us because we can do truth here on a Friday night. Yeah, that's why they hate us. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but uh, they disperse into bomblets, what's called bomblets, uh, about 40, 50 feet above... uh, terra firma it will disperse into thousands of little bomblets that can uh they're made mostly you know the scary thing is is like fantasia they're not i'm quite certain that it's still against international law to use their like a 50 caliber weapon it's not it's against international law to use them against uh personnel they're supposed to be used against targets which you know it's a very fuzzy line but you're supposed to use those on like runways and uh, it's supposed to make pox in a runway so that you can disable that. Uh, but they've been using them against apartment complex. I mean, God, there are targets over in Israel. If you go to globalsecurity.org, you can see uh, a, a lot of where they drop these cluster bombs. And it's like, well, what's yeah, there besides it's a, a playground? It's perfectly expressive of the Jewish mentality. Yeah, well, it's like a playground, apartment complex, and an old folks' home, and then they drop a cluster bomb right in the uh, in the patio between, uh, you know, three or four of these like buildings. Mm-hmm. And you know, and and just in the past week, the United States has quietly released a statement saying, eh, quietly, you know, kind of, sort of, they used uh, those cluster bombs against our wishes. Uh, yeah. When you give Jews weapons, you know what they're going to do with them. 
And they did this all like in the last week, didn't they? They they dropped like a million of these right before they left. Yeah, when they count, yes, when they're counting the millions, they're counting the bomblets. But those are that's still a valid count. Yeah, yeah, they they probably dropped dozens of cluster bombs, using uh, dispersing millions of these sub munitions, and they're designed, people, they're designed to not all explode. They're designed to make, for instance. They're designed to embed themselves later in the ground and then go off at, at maybe when they're disturbed or just at random because it's supposed to make repairing then the airfield difficult and dangerous. They ought to be called Jewish bombs because that's, yeah, they're, they're just a lingering poison to all that they touch. Yeah. Yeah, and they were also using uh, Willie Pete's uh, white, white phosphorus. Uh, which is against international law, used against personnel as well. And we're using that in Iraq. We're going to be suffering from, and I don't like to use the word moral because I don't really don't. I really don't think it actually. That that stuff doesn't actually exist. But and on a social level, we're going to be dealing with the moral implications of the things that we're letting these Jews do with our money in our name. and our blood and in our name. Yeah. Yeah, and and they're right. They're and they're right for holding us morally responsible for that stuff because we don't. Well, the whole ramification of it is is when you got people like North Korea, who normally wouldn't seek to have a nuke because of so-called democracy of the United States, they've found it necessary to develop nukes. Yeah, the Iranians. The the latest intelligence estimates are is that the Iranians aren't developing nukes. I mean, I read that in Haaretz in the past weeks. That well, no, they don't. They don't have the stuff for nukes, and it's buried in the back somewhere. And uh, they're stupid if they're not. They ought to. The president of the United States telegraphed to the whole world, "Hey, if uh, if you've got nukes, we're not going to mess with you. If you do have nukes, you know, we're sending the bombers." So did Israel allow inspection this week? Yeah. No, not yet. Not allowed a new. No, Demona is still uh, under wraps apparently. Uh, and, and you know what? And so is India. We have such a double standard. We we have. It's it's a joke that the United States used to have some type of moral authority, and it was only fifty, sixty years ago that people thought that that we 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 were the moral arbiters. And even in the 70s, in the 80s, people were saying, oh, the United States is the only person that can, that can I, mitigate I between the Palestinians you. and the Jews because they, they're the moral arbiter. And we could, for some reason, we could claim that. Now it's just a joke because look at India. We're giving India nuclear technology, nuclear mm -hmm. fuel, and, um, <clears throat> and other stuff, and arms, actually, airplanes and stuff we're selling them. Uh, in this latest arms deal that just closed in the past couple of weeks, this controversial nuclear arms deal with India, and they're not even a party to the nuclear non-proliferation treaty. Iran is. Uh, we, we have these double standards, just like the Jews that we've appeased for so long, and we've come to think like them, and we yeah. don't understand why others object to us. Now. Yeah, we're a big Jew, and people hate us like uh, people should hate a big Jew. We're getting the same response the Jews do, which proves that it's an objective response to our behavior rather than some hatred of us individually. And people can understand that there are people who are mature enough to accept criticism can understand when others don't like what they did and consider their their arguments uh, on their merits. But the U.S., you know, was led by a, a traitorous appeaser elite of Bill O'Reilly's. You know, we're never wrong. We can never be wrong about anything. If someone hates us. It's always for an invalid reason. 
Yeah, so, yeah, we become like be. the Jews. <clears throat> yeah, you're right, and that and and that doesn't even have to be an outright Jewish thing. That's a that that's also a Christian Puritan thing, which eventually does yes. reach back to Jewish teaching. But uh, <clears throat> but yeah, it's this 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 rampant self righteousness that uh, you know we're doing it for your own good, and we're just going to bomb the hell out of you. And you know if you say anything about it, well, you're just that's just the devil talking. Yeah, the, the moralizing that was directed against the uh, South and resulted in the Civil War. And today we're enjoying the fruits of that. The niggers have been liberated and uh, the assholes are in the saddle and the no sec band smoke and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no sec. No one can be free to do anything. There's a bunch of moralizers there telling you not to do it. Oh, I know. I, know. I was arguing that with a friend over socialized medicine, and his friend was for socialized medicine. I'm like, you know, that's, that's where this you-can't-smoke stuff comes from because all, all of a sudden you're in this social system. I mean, you get off on that, but, but that's why that's tyrannical because all of a sudden they have an interest in your health. And yeah, no, what about second-hand hip-hop? <clears throat> yeah, what about second-hand hip-hop, people? Fucking spilling into my oh, ears and crap off the roadway. I don't like it. Yeah, my you know my, my wife questioned me about that, and I, I I went for a long time looking at everything. You know, when you get way into a subject, you look at everything through that lens. And I was deep into uh, physical anthropology for a long time, and then cultural anthropology. And I realized that hip hop and that bass stuff is that all that is is a, is a is an animalistic intimidation measure. I mean, it's just a it's just a way of intimidating. That's that's what that bass stuff is. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I know it's kind of. Uh, you, you don't have to listen to the to, to the words to know the meaning of it. That's for sure. It's, yeah. It's hostile. Yeah. Yeah. That's another thing I I liked about the latest Goy Fire. You you were talking about the rap videos with the the teeming groids. Yeah, that's just something I've noticed in them. I, I tell these niggas at work that every any song that they want to play any rap song, I can point out at least one part in it where it sounds like the person who's singing is actually constipated. <laughs> I mean, it's like, think of that. It's like they go, I'm like, he's constipated. He's trying to take a shit in the recording studio. Why do you listen to this fucking shit? They listen, yeah, yeah. They listen to it because... You know they're they're told to. I mean, it's they're told that that's their form, and uh, I, you know it, it it gives them a way to say fuck whitey and all that other stuff, all that other good stuff, you know, and uh and and get away with it. And they're accepted and they're paid. And, you know they'd be getting paid for it, and you know it's it's not healthy for anyone. James absolutely Hoffman unironically form. all the uh, white consume consumables. Yeah, and they're they're even they're they're market movers in some of those uh, liquors. Yeah, uh, and the and the, <laughs> the energy drink, uh, Crunk. <laughs> Have you seen Crunk Juice? Uh, <clears throat> this is where we need Jane. No, I saw that I saw that one nigger's drink of uh, Nelly's. I think his some kind of pimp juice or whatever. They had that in the grocery store in Salt Lake when I was in there a couple of years ago when I was out west. <clears throat> Yeah, pimp juice. Pimp juice or some shit. James Hawthorne, good morning. Uh, good morning, everybody. Hey, James. Yeah, Alex. What's going on there in England? Um, the usual, the dispossession of our nation by the uh, the filth of the third world. You're not talking. Uh, you're not talking bad about my buddy Lord Levy, are you? And um, 
the collaborators of the Jews who are acquiescent to the uh, final destruction of the Aryan British people. Yeah, not to mention the media who's, uh, as we went, <coughs> I know it's very, very early in the morning there, so you probably missed the first bit uh, we went over. Uh, the deposition of Blair last week, how that's just coming out in the media, and uh, and who's who's coming after Blair anyway? Reality, <laughs> catching up to him, you know. I mean, just go ahead, James. I'm sure you know a lot more about it being on the ground than I do. But but no, Lord, it's Lord just, I mean, they have, they have these uh, stupid laws which go back to the Empire days, you know, um, commander of the. Uh, CBE is a commander of the British Empire, and MBE as a member of the British Empire. Like the Beatles. Uh, have, yeah, the Beatles, yeah, they have sirs, and they have all these sort of, these titles. Quaint, yeah, these quaint titles, which don't mean nothing. Weren't, weren't, and Levy was selling them, right? Well, yeah, he, well, being, Because uh, he can do that. <laughs> yeah, well, he's a Jew. He's got that part of the uh, the board of deputy British Jews, which just like ape has a stranglehold in America, uh, the board of deputies has a stranglehold in the UK against society. It's the whole thing. Now, all these sub. Coming. Go ahead. All these, um, I mean, sirs, knights, uh, MBEs, CBEs, you know, Lord Levy was caught out because he was selling them to his, to people who could cough up the cash, now, like a typical like a typical Jew. Yeah. Now, Hawthorne, how could he? Um, and, and you may you may roll eyes at this, but how could he take something that's associated with uh, the the a British tradition? Uh, and sell titles. What authority does he have to sell titles? Now, see, because it wasn't just, in my understanding, I was, the, the Beeb was saying this morning that it it was more than that. It was it, it, there were some positions that actually got to vote on legislation that he he had been selling. And I thought oh, we just sure. did that here. Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean. He's a Jew, and as we all know, Jews think that they are, that they are above everything that's above politics. Above, they think they, being the chosen people, they believe that they can you know, dictate society. Lord Levy thought that he could make lots and lots of money by pushing forward uh, people who would approach him and offer him more money. Lots and lots of money. Get them, you know, uh, the MBEs, CBEs, and all this, you know, sh silly um, titles. Which, if uh, a nationalist government came to, uh, it would be gone. Yeah, yeah, but still, I mean, that even though it's hokey, and or, or we would think it hokey today, it, it's still, it's still a piece of. Um, the British tradition and just their their candor, uh, the Jews' candor at uh, at just selling these things. I mean, he's he's the Abramoff of the United Kingdom. 
no doubt. Yeah, totally. Yeah, if you, I don't know if you've read anything about the Abramoff kike. I mean, you really don't. If you know what Levy's got going on, then uh, then you understand Abramoff already. I mean, Levy, we have. He's the guy with the the, the big ass yacht with the the two helicopter pads on it, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. But we have a guy with uh, not a lot of people outside kingdom and a Russian out. There's an individual called Abramovich who bought London's second uh, soccer club called he has a big in, in the south of London this is a, a, a Jew who raped the oil of the southern of the oldest Soviet Union he raped it he stole the oil from the Russian people yeah. he bought a fucking soccer club London and he's living high in a hog and he's a, and this guy he's been passing to uh, Putin <coughs> and yeah he can't even go to uh, Russia can he he's banned no he's banned yeah yeah I mean he would be he would be arrested on site didn't he flee to Israel no he's a uh, I'm living in London quite uh, happily. I thought one of those uh, one of those scammers, British Jews in Britain, fled to Israel. Who was one of them? How, how do I sound, by the way? Uh, you sound wonderful as usual. Because uh, I'm getting a lot of echo here. I'm hearing some e echo. Yeah, that's what I keep. Um, that's what from, I keep hearing. From James. But yeah, but we we're about uh, we're about done. I wanted to bring you on to say uh, to say hi and to to let you uh, catch us up with uh, the news over there. We have a uh, we're going to be taping a new Airy Matters 13 pretty soon. Good. I also want to urge everybody in the United States and everyone VNN to support the white patriot leader. And I did a post there about that. You have point, yeah. To support your freedoms, you have to, you know, put out a newspaper that, you know, pushes our worldview. If you I guys did a really good job that on paper, if if I were to put out that paper in the UK, I'd get nine years in prison. That's so I just wanted to tell everyone that. You should support the paper and uh, send donations to people who, you know, who don't want to distribute, but newspaper. Yeah. yeah. So let, let me mention, <laughs> I got that on the uh, front page of VNN right now. These guys put in some good work. There's some good articles in it. It's, it's better laid out than, I think it's the best paper we've done. It looks very professional. It's, it's, it's very, uh, very cheap. It's far cheaper than anything else like it you're going to find. And I know Rounder's uh, at least a few hundred in the hole still from producing it, so he he still has at least a few thousand left, I believe, of the first printing. So yeah, so he even he, it, yeah he paid that off. It's a pocket. damn good paper, and especially for like high school students or college students. Yeah, and he's got people that want to pass it out right now, and he wants to print more. And um, he is I I did read that post Rounder made in the forum that he was several hundred dollars in the hole, but he's got he's got young guys lined up that want to distribute. These things, so you know, go to vnnforum.com and contact Rounder. He has a, 
I'll dig up his telephone number and put it in the post uh, uh, in the show notes. But uh, contact Rounder, uh, help him out. I mean, he'll he'll take. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, send him it's some on the front money. page and it's on the bnnforum.com also. Yeah, send Rounder some freaking money. Yeah, your freedom. You have freedoms in America. Freaking use them. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a, a window point. that's closing. I mean, we got this. Uh, what is it? The John John Hart Hartman. Uh, uh, hate crimes legislation winding its way through. Uh, the kites are trying to close that window, and we're trying to jam a stick in it and open it up farther. I don't know exactly how to feel about that hate speech legislation. I, I almost well, I Pike, almost wish it would it would work because it's so damn unpopular that it, it may just kick off the the Great American Revolution. Uh, it hasn't anywhere else they'd put that stuff in. Uh, well, I know, but no one else has had the First Amendment. I mean, the polling on this is visceral. You've get, you've got uh, National Socialist sites. You've got uh, uh, Patriotard, Green, Liberal. I mean, these you go to almost any political site on the Internet, and, and you poke them on this, and they are hot, and they are against it big time. I mean, it's like 80%. Uh, we would love it's very hard to uh, Dietrich, you know what we would love the freedoms that you've got in your country to do what you can do that we can't do in our country our countries have been invaded by the, by the third world self and we're put in prison for nine years for defending our culture our heritage, our race and you know what it pisses me off where Americans will not get off their asses watch the nigger ball and, guys, do you and want put out a fucking newspaper. A gentle listener, do you want two years from now to be saying exactly what Hawthorne's saying right now? Do you want to be saying uh, we should have used our freedoms when we could? Because then, you know, it'll be too late to really fix uh, po- it any other I way. Posted, I posted a thing there, Dietrich, about you guys went to war against my country for certain specific reasons. A three-cent tax. Those reasons are coming right now. And if you're not prepared to defend against this, you know, other... And you know what? Uh, they're all going down the tube together. Yeah, yeah it's kind of sad, but us Quans are the what amounts to, in many ways, uh, a last best hope. That's yeah. really unfortunate. But we we have the you know it's like with freedom comes responsibility. And all you know, if you have the freedom to carry a gun, you have to be responsible enough to not shoot someone who cuts off in front of you in traffic, right? That's a really accessible example, a simplified example, but we have it works the other way too. We have the freedom of speech, therefore we have the responsibility to speak. There are no yep. observers. If you if you agree in any way with what we're saying, you are a node on this uh, conspiracy for a just future. Just, and you and have we're to doing speak. radio, we're doing paper, we're, we've got a forum online at vnnforum.com, we've got news and commentary at govnn.com. Every possible medium we're using to tell the truth about what Jews are doing to you normal white people listening to this. And every person needs to take a serious inventory of their talents and their desires and what they want out of life. Because life's short and we're coming towards certain... uh, we're, We're coming towards some 
historical certainties in the United States where you know hey daddy what did you do during the revolution you know did you uh did you cling to your 35k a year job uh like a mouse were you a white mouse or a white man yeah, and I really think joining us is part of your responsibility to defend your own, to defend your family. Because by God, not all wars are, are hot it. and declared. Some wars are silent and cold. In fact, probably most wars and the most important wars. And there is a war carried on by Jews against your race of kind, exactly as we've described here tonight on Free Talk Live. And it's time you joined your side and started fighting. Yeah, you have to perceive that. And you have to understand. I mean, you have, I mean, look around. What happened to this country? Is this a country that won World War II? Or were we a country that won that war? I mean, we're, we're overrun by foreigners. We're in massive debt. Our educational system has gone down the toilet. I mean, by what measure can you say we were the victor of the great wars of the 20th century? No, we lost. Only the Jew won World War II. Only the Jew won any of those world wars. And... Uh, you know, we're still dying and taking the flack, and, and it, you have to perceive that you have interests based on the fact that you're an Aryan person, is that we have certain uh, characteristics to us socially that from that comes an interest that extends into the political. We have political interests in common, and damn it, we gotta we gotta recognize that. We have to perceive uh, the threats to our common interests, and we have to work. Uh, you know, we have to work together against it. You have to find out where you where you can plug into this process. And yeah, we, we need we help. Say like Carl Schmidt said, he was a theorist in 20th century Germany. The first thing in politics, you got to know who's us and them. You know who's your friend and who's your enemy. Well, your enemy is the Jew, and your friends are your fellow awakened whites. That just means normal white people defending their way of life and not taking any shit from any coloreds or any kikes. And join us in whatever capacity you can. So we need you, and you need us. That's true. Yeah, we need we we need uh you know we need we need you to join us. You know, find out where you can plug in. We got we got some of the brightest people. I mean, you know what? You listen to this. If you if you're not if you don't participate in the forum or you don't know any racist haters, you would be really surprised how well read and well spoken uh, all these racist haters are. It's kind of amazing. That, uh, that's because that's what the real stuff is. The real facts because. We allow full and complete discussion of not just politics, but anthropology and everything else, because we ain't afraid. We got the facts on our side, and it's glorious, wonderful, rushing river-type feeling. Yeah, you're plugging into the authentic, and it's funny. I mean, the, it, it, I had I thought I was just tapped out in the... Um, you know, I would write about politics and international law and stuff. And I thought I was just tapped out, and I'd said everything that I thought I could say. And essentially, I was correct. I had learned to repeat all of the the bullshit and all of the memes successfully, and combine them in a million different ways. And uh, you know, when when you're working with something authentic, when you get down to uh, um, like racial reality and how that transfers and how that transmits into the social and the political that means stuff that gives you a a principle upon which around which 
you organize and when you're when you're organizing on the right principle of like of race you're dealing with the real stuff you're not using uh i think the good analogy i've heard is it's like uh if you go to the grocery store and buy something to kill bugs, like if you see a bug in your house and you, you go to the grocery store to buy something, that's not going to be the real deal. You know, if you call the Orkin man, that he's going to bring the real deal, and that's what we are. That's that's what real politics um, consists of, the real thing. And um, and yeah, I mean, we're not playing around well dealing with the real questions and determining the circumstances in which your community lives, and not being pawned off with a bunch of answers for a juvenile, but to satisfy an intelligent fourth grader. Yeah, like the diversity is a great strength. No, diversity is a horrible weakness and evil. Society's fractured because of diversity. Yeah, the politics of O'Reilly and uh, Olbermann and George Bush and all the mainstream. The politics of that is the politics of training wheels. Be an adult. Take them mm. off. Shoulder the shoulder the uh, the uncomfortable truths that race is real, that race exists, and diversity isn't our strength. The liberating truths. You want to live as an adult, not as a perpetual juvenile, on fed soft drinks and lies and kept in the dark. Yeah, because your your teeth are gonna rot out. You're gonna be fat, and, and you're your not gonna get gonna the rot. girl. You're not gonna get the girl. <laughs> the one make it. The one major issue that we have to come to grips with is niggers know that they're a group, Jews know that they're a group, uh, you can go all around the world, uh, all these non-whites, Bangladesh, Asians, them all, they identify as a group. The one people in this world that don't identify as a group is the erring white people. And I want to know why that is. Because well, why don't they identify themselves as a group? If we can get them to identify as a group, then we can start make strides to change things around real quickly. Oh, all you uh, that that's that's it. That's all you'd have to do as as for whites to identify as a group. I mean, start acting like it. It would it'd be all over at that point. Yeah. There's really not much more we have to do than that. Uh, there's a lot of ways that we can try to finagle that into existence. But <laughs> yeah, denying our, so strange, our identity is the only, only possible way they can win, and there's no way mechanically to get around that denial. It's not a matter of, of which words you use. It's not a matter of how you dress. It, the system is based on suppressing white identity, just like you can't rape someone until you hold down their arms and their legs, yeah. right? And the minorities and Jews are gang raping us and denying us white identity. That is what holding down your arms and legs mean. That way they can feed, fuck us and feed off us. Yeah, yeah I mean, that's a little bit crude, but that's exactly what's going on. The minute we acknowledge we're white, and we look at things from a white perspective, why you'd be saying exactly what we're saying here, and you realize we have no interest whatsoever in any kind of political connection to Jews or niggers or Mexicans or any other race. They endanger and harm us. They are not in our interest to be among. And it's only the Jews who are forcing us to live among them, and we need to throw them off. Yeah, because that's because it's good for Jews, and what's good for Jews ain't good for us. Exactly. We don't, we don't need any. They're they're a lodestone. They're a lodestone around our necks. Yeah. And and you just think about that, and you know, if you're still on the fence and stuff like that, just think about some of the stuff we're saying, and think about also. <clears throat> You know what I've always wondered about is, like in the United States, and this is this is especially true on campuses, that the debate is that there's no such thing as a white person. 
you know what? Uh, what's white? Uh, what, what? You know, you'll say, you know, mm-hmm. you know, you you Jews treat or you know the the rights of, are different between white people and black people. The black people exist, but the meme is that white people don't even exist. Yep. And you can just point and say, look, that's exactly what I'm talking about. You 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 won't even acknowledge the existence. <clears throat> we don't have to ask these people to exist. We don't have to ask these people to exist as a political entity, a social entity, or revolutionary entity. We exist. We don't have to explain to them shit. And we're we're going forward. We're not going out like this. We're not going to seep into the mud quietly. We don't have to. We're not going to. Yes, that really shows you a conspiracy for the extermination of the early white people where they deny us our group, our racial, uh, you know, integrity. It shows you that things want to exterminate us. Yeah, they talk about Holocaust denial, but the Holocaust didn't happen. But what about white denial? They deny our very existence. So so far mm-hmm. from denying us our interests, they want to say you don't even exist. White race yeah. is a social construct. We must merely uh, abolish it by teaching different things. No one would want to be white. White's just evil. It's just having privilege, like the privilege to be accused of rape by some black whore with the sperm of three men crawling about her pubes. I know that's insane. And God knows where else. I mean, that's this is yeah. How do you get white privilege out of that? Yeah, yeah, privilege. And I believe those women are going to have the mothers of those three kids. It was so funny, too, because I would uh, watch ESPN to see how they covered that. And uh, the Duke thing, They for so long they were calling the, the one white guy named Ryan, and his last name was, in every other time I've ever heard it pronounced, Seligman. But I heard them say Seligman, like they were deliberately trying to emphasize the Jew. Now, I've never heard that name, Seligman. Except on ESPN. Seligman. 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 He's not a Seligman. He's a Seligman. I mean, it's a... And I I don't know. I don't think the guy is a Jew. I mean, not everybody with a a name like... uh, Not everyone with a Jewish name is a Jew. You have to be careful. A lot of uh, our German names that the Jews co-opted. Lots of people named Bert or Stein or having that as a a pre-suffix in their name are not Jews. Yeah. So we're careful about that at VNN. Point is, what's good for whites is what matters, and, and don't don't take any wooden nickels, i.e., believe otherwise. Yeah, yeah. Don't trust the taperman. The taperman <laughs> says you don't exist. Iggy, the ignoble taperman. Don't listen to him. Listen to us. Yeah, listen to the good we guys. We ain't fed you nothing but good, solid facts on this show. They're the taperman. for hosting too. Oh, no problem. Thank you for being on. I gave you uh, like five minutes notice and you finished with dinner. Well, you know, I can so lather on at any time, but, you know, it's fact-based to lather. Well, uh, anytime you're announced to be on, the listenership goes way up, and uh, that's for a reason. And uh, I'd also like to thank, as well as Alex Linder, I'd like to thank uh, White Man for White Land, Mark and Callie, and, uh, of course, the unstoppable James Hawthorne. Give us some of that English accent, James. Or that, that American accent, I'm sorry. I just want to say to everybody, our, our race is worth fighting for. Let's fight. I couldn't say it better, any better than that. I just want to remind everyone 
Uh, thank you. Thank our guests again. Remind everyone to uh, be able to check out. Uh, be sure to check out Free Talk Live next Monday. Jeff will certainly have something. Uh, as good, if not better, than the wonderful show last week with Tomas Weineke. You can pick yeah. that up on the podcast. Dietrich, if I, if I could interject, I think we were going to shut down the forum for uh, some administrative repairs over the weekend, but it'll right. be back up. And we will be, and the, the main page will be up, and I'll be adding to it, and, and we will be back with FPL on Monday. Yeah, the 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 site the website's going to be shutting down any moment now, as far as I know. BNN Forum, that is. Yeah, BNN Forum. But, BNN, uh, go VNN, will be up. Okay, go VNN is staying up, but uh, VNN Forum's going to be back bigger and better than ever very shortly. Uh, before then, pick up uh, Goyfire 47. It's a barn burner. Uh, you can get it at goyfire.com. And I want to mention uh, White Man for White Lens blog at uh, DetroitIsCrap.blogspot.com. KirksvilleToday.com is where you can see Alex Linder. Uh, <coughs> Learn the truth about a small town in northeastern Missouri. Yeah, see a slice of, uh, like historians, take a slice of history, see a slice of Ameriqua. <laughs> and, uh, now with extra cheese. Yeah, now with extra illiterate journalists. But uh, Alex Linder is... Uh, spewing the epitaphs. A- yeah, Alex Linder is spewing the epitaphs of the old stream media. I couldn't, I couldn't say it any better than that. Yeah. And uh, de-pantsing the Jew stream media regularly. So, yeah, Kirksville Today. Kirksville Today. Yeah. And uh, this is Dietrich. My blog is theseus.wordpress.com. And, uh, let's see, yeah, contact Rounder on the forum for any of the white patriot leader. It's VNNforum.com when, uh, when we come back up in a couple days. And until then, we're at GoVNN.com, and this archive will be up very shortly. I wish everyone a good night and a great weekend. This has been Dietrich for VNN's Free Talk Live Friday edition. Good night. See you Monday. Good night, everybody.